I see those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a-truckin' down the road. Those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a-lookin' for another load. Well, it's a family tradition, any rocky mountain day. Our fathers before us showed us the way. We work for asphalt cowboys and concrete kings. But that's never been a problem, cause we got diesel in our veins. We've got diesel in our veins. I see those big bright shiny What's up, JFW family? Welcome back to the Channel 23 podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to reach out and touch the fleet, to engage and inform everyone with all things JFW. Welcome back, Jim White. Brother Dave and Super Dave. Morning, man. Morning, Hi, everybody. everybody. Top of the day your way, team. Hey. Guys ready to do the Pledge Allegiance? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. I pledge, pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right. Last night I got home, I looked at the flag I have in my driveway. I had to take it down because it's it's all tattered. Mm-hmm. Got beat up this winter, you know. So yep. what you do you sh- what do you do with a tattered flag? Do you got to do something special with it? Fold them and burn them. Yep, you're supposed to burn a flag. Really? Yep. Yeah. Huh. Used to be a mailbox at the uh, DMV, Adams County Building. At, yeah, Adams County Building. Okay, you could go deposit it, and then I think they took a, a bunch of them and burned them, Jim. I mean, I'll I'll burn my own flag if that's what we're supposed to do. I got a fire pit. I had about seven of them saved up because I would go through about two a year at my other house uh-huh. at least, Jam. And I wow. tried, I tried the nylon flags, <laughs> the cotton flags, but I mean, I flew that flag every day, uh-huh. you know, except for the days they were supposed to be. Well, they still flew at half staff, right? right. So it flew every day, no matter what. And uh, yeah, it was when I looked it all up to burn the flag. It was hard. It really? felt so wrong to burn that flag for me. And yeah, because that's and what had, like protesters do right? and stuff, and it's right? not. Yeah, it's yeah. not respectful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was when I looked it up. That's what you were supposed to do, and I did it. But it was man to throw that first one in there. We there, there was a group of us. We were up at McConaughey, and I'm like, this just feels wrong on all levels. It was not a good. Huh. feeling i'll have to do some research yeah. on that because i want to feel proud to do it the right, right way right you know I yeah mean, i was a little bit surprised that you said burn it but then yeah. i'm like well that's what you're supposed to do yeah it was such a relief when i found that deposit <laughs> it was just a flag depository oh. there at the adams county building i'm like you all right it. they they know how to dispose we, of these correctly yeah, yeah let, i feel is it the new adams county building um well they by i-76 or which one they don't have it anymore David. Oh. <laughs> it was the one right here in commerce yeah <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, I've got a couple old ones in my uh, garage as well because they turn purple after a while. You know, the sun just bleaches that blue out, and it, yeah. it really Are you does. buying organic flags? <laughs> no. No, you know which ones I like? I like the ones with the embroidered stars mm. that are raised. You know, the mm-hmm. embroidery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scuba yeah. told me, uh, oh, what's the name of that little tool store where we get? Harbor Freight. He says they got handmade, hand-stitched American flags made in America. Mm. At Harbor Freight, I, so. I could see Harbor Freight having that. Uh, yeah. Hate, yeah, hate to say it, but all American flags are made in America. 
I bet you could find a Chinese made in America. Absolutely. Plan. Probably, but yeah, going you go online and you look and it is made in America. It's right. It's a tag right on the flag. As it should be. But I'm mm. sure there's places that don't. But anyway, it kind of stunk because I didn't have another flag to put up, but it just looked bad. Like, like the white wasn't white anymore. Right. Like it's been through three winters, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway. Wow, you got a lot. You got a long time out of yours. If you've got three winters out of it, I mean, my real estate agent bought it for me. That yeah. was like my my present house gift. Yeah, yeah. it's a good so, gift. Yeah, with a twenty foot twenty foot pole, and it's probably about seventeen feet now. I cut it once because <laughs> of wind. I mean, it 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 bent it. Right. Know, so that bottom one was just bent. So right. I just cut it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Now it's straight again. <laughs> yeah. Just a a quick look here. It says uh, when it's time to retire an old tattered flag, do so respectfully by burning and burying the ashes. Wow. Never throwing in the garbage. Wow. Well, I kind of screwed up because I didn't bury those ashes. Oh. I did not know that. Now you know. Uh, if you if I you know. burn them at the lake, though, you buried them in the sand, probably when you. When you cleaned up, <laughs> maybe not so much. <laughs> <laughs> thinking the ashes went in the trash can. <laughs> yeah, I think that was ashes to ashes, dust to dust. <laughs> uh, sure. Oops. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, we'll figure that out. up. All right. Before we get into the trucker prayer, I just want to say it seems like the last couple of weeks, maybe even a month, there's been a lot of life happening here at JFW. There's been... People in serious accidents, there's been, you know, people that passed away, there's been people who are seriously ill, stuff like that, and uh, Amber, she actually put in a prayer request for this podcast, which I found pretty cool and interesting, so we'll add that in the end, but man, when there's 130 people that work in a place, you see a lot of life, both good and bad. Right, You know. So, Father God, we thank you for the opportunity to go out and do some trucking today. We pray for the safety of our fleet, all of their families, and all the other families and individuals we come across on the road today. We pray for patience and in making a good, safe decisions. We pray to be accident-free and that we all make it back to the comforts of our homes this evening. We pray for our healing and 100% recovery for all of our family members that are ill. Uh, we pray for <coughs> Ad- um, so Amber's fiance jesse his brother adam has been diagnosed with cancer he doesn't have a very good uh diagnosis so we just pray for a miracle for adam Uh, and if we don't have a miracle we just pray for peace and comfort and strength and just pray that you know the family is anxiety free and and they get through this all together and we pray that we hope that we find amber's mom and it's in jesus name we pray Amen. amen amen As a reminder, anything you hear on today's podcast is not the opinion of JFWs. It's just the expressed opinion of the four men in this room. Episode 81. Can you believe we did? This is the 82nd time we're sitting down at this table. That's crazy. Crazy. We had uh, 581 downloads as of last night and in check this morning. And we have 35.5 thousand total downloads and 197 followers. Those numbers are something to be proud of. Right, yeah. So I think that's pretty good. I'm telling you, at 50,000 downloads, we get syndicated or something, right? Isn't that when the big money comes in? I mean, we we could could start making like two or three bucks a week right now. We're going to celebrate for sure. If if all 200 and or 197 followers each chipped in a nickel every week, we'd be making money. (laughs) More than we're making now. 
So, oh man, so last night we played uh, Scrabble. I think I've told you Monopoly stories in my house. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's tears, there's laughter. It's serious. I always win. You know, <laughs> I mean, I probably, let's say we've played 30 times, I've won 20 of the games. Like, it's just, you know, yeah, I'm playing against the eight year old and my wife, but hey, you know, there is no breaks. But so we switched it up yesterday. We're playing Scrabble. And then you guys know I got the new German Shepherd puppy, German Shepherd Husky Misk, Agape. I mean, she just picks everything up and runs with it. So last night we're playing Scrabble, and she eats like five of the letters, and we're like so worried about it. My wife's my wife's upset. Bella's crying. So we take the dog to the vet. There's no word yet. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh man! I didn't know that was your joke, Jam. I, I was going to say, "Hey, don't worry about it. You'll pick those letters up in the backyard." <laughs> Hook, line, and sinker. Oh. I'll follow that up just because there's awkward airtime now. <laughs> awkward. So uh, the wife, she had a friend buy a car, and they asked if I could look at it, and they had already bought it. And I'm like, well, why, why am I looking at it? This doesn't do any good, right? I mean, I'm just going to point out problems yep. that you're going to have to deal with. Should have bought that car. <laughs> exactly. You know, so anyway, I check it out and it turns out it's got a <clears throat> broken reverse gear. And I just looked at him and said, there's no going back now. Dope. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I guess I'll have to follow that up. Do you know what the bartender said to the jumper cables that walked into the bar? Mm. No, but I'm dying to Hey, Sparky. <laughs> got a, got any know. connection or, I don't know, something like that? You can come in, but don't start anything. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Nice. That, was from, that was from Holly. Wow. Yeah, that was Holly good. rescued us today. <laughs> well, mine's in light of uh, the horse racing that's been going on. It's been in the news because they've had to put so many horses down. Yeah, that was I kind of um, caught they, a glimpse of that, but I didn't catch it. What track? That looked uh, They did just last weekend. I want to say at the pre-races for the Preakness. Mm. Is that the second one um, of the Triple Crown? Mm. It wasn't at. It was just a preliminary race, but it was one of the horses that was going to race in the Preakness. But anyway, what did the horse say after it tripped? <laughs> Whoa! Well, here comes the dog food. I don't know. <laughs> Help! I've fallen and I can't giddy up. <laughs> oh man, that's good. I got that. I like that one. I got to give credit where credit's due. Nick Purcell gave me the Scrabble joke. Nice, <laughs> yeah. nice. That's a good one. I uh, did see. Back, back to that horse, Dave. Did you? I mean, I had never seen it, and they showed it on TV. They pulled. They actually have a curtain. They pull behind a car. Yeah, and they pulled it out there and put it around the horse and killed the horse right there on the track because it yep. its injuries were so bad. Yep. Wow! I mean, it had to be kind of like I, the blue tent on the football field, yeah, huh? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I bet if you were there and watched all that live, you probably had to watch that you know that horse suffer for a while till they got that curtain out there. So would it just fall, break its leg, or something? It, I, I'm not sure. It tripped in the run, Jam, in right. the group of all the horses, and it kind of folded up under itself. And I thought the right. jockey would have got hurt for yeah. the tumble he took. Huh. But you know, when they're running, then they fall forward, and they yeah. Right. So I, I'm assuming it had some leg issues or they, they did or, take the jockey to the hospital. Did I they? Heard that? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I don't know what that is a dangerous. You know sport, what his injuries were, but you know. Yeah, I mean, chances of getting trampled. Yeah, <laughs> if you got a bunch of yeah. horses behind yeah. you. 
I mean, you stand next to a horse, those are big animals. Yeah. And then think about one that's, you know, like basically a, a race an horse. elite athlete that <laughs> right. can run. Like, I couldn't even imagine sitting on top of one of those things when they're running right. full sprint. Run like that, Dave. And oh, it man. has a mind of its own. That's always been my hang-up. Like, right. I'm not going to ride anything with a mind of its own. Mm. And there's a joke about that. And then I, I can't go there. So, family show. <laughs> <laughs> I did watch. Uh, so, the Kentucky Derby was just a few weeks ago. It was, yeah. And I did watch that. I mean, I'm not big into horse racing, but when I watch a race, it's exciting. And I watched that yeah. horse come all the way. I mean, it was dead last, wasn't yeah. it? It really is exciting. It looked, it looked did you guys see it? No. I, I did, oh, didn't my see word. this one. Yeah. It looked like this horse was running a different race because it, it was last and. You know, I'm sure the, the jockey was holding it back a little bit, and then it like had an extra hundred horsepower for like, <laughs> for like. I mean, it was it was running so much faster. No pun than, on the horsepower. No pun on the horsepower. <laughs> it was running so much faster than all the other horses. It's a good thing it had horsepower, not like sheep power or something. It wouldn't have worn with the sheep power. Yeah, yeah, Crazy. yeah. I know it's it's movie stuff, but either the movie on Secretariat or one of those. <laughs> that was the big thing when they told the jockey holding back, holding right. back, and he's like. I can't. He, <laughs> right. he he's going to be in the front. Yeah. He wants to run. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it was the. I want to say Sea Biscuit Jim was is it the Sea Biscuit. When you go back sea and look Biscuit. at the actual footage of that race, how many links? Oh, that horse was, was ahead like, by like thirty links like, or something. Yeah, yeah. like half yeah. a lap. It looked uh. like it was. It was surreal. Yeah, and I don't. And I just I got think goosebumps that. just talking about it because I remember watching it. Yeah, I, I hope it was Sea Biscuit. Now, now that I'm. Yeah, I know it's it. it's the last time I've looked it up. The the link that he won by has never been broken, mm, never right. been duplicated. Huh. I think the time has, but not the link wow. or something. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and that's the longest race too. That um, is that out at Pimlico? Uh, the Belmont Stakes, that last uh, race, it's like a Belmont, mile and three yeah. quarters or something. And, wow! Yeah. And he won it. And to this day, you're right, Jim. It's never been matched. Yep. Yeah. The, the gap. That he led by or that and he won time. by? And his time. Oh, time oh, also. It was time. the fastest ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, Never that, been broken since. Yep. That wow. horse was probably the greatest racehorse of wow. all time. Huh. My step-grandfather owns a racehorse called Black Beauty that did pretty well. And then I grew up probably 20, 25 minutes from Belmont. Oh, you know? wow. But I wasn't there often. I went there a few times as a real young kid because... My mother had a friend that was like helped train a horse, so we went and watched her walk the horse out or something like that. But when I watched this uh, horse at, um, oh, what was I just talking about? What race was I talking about? The, the racetrack. Racetrack. No, not Belmont. Um, With your grandmother. No, the the race that just happened that I was sorry. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. The, the I Belmont. thought the Belmont Kentucky track Derby. Was Kentucky Derby. Derby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> total, total brain fart. Uh, they showed the groomer. When the horse won the race, and of course he was like emotional. Apparently, the groomer has a pretty important role in that horse's life. You know huh. what I mean? Yeah, oh, a, I can't. Are they the ones that like put the water on the horse after the race? I think so. And I cool him down and all Probably. that stuff. Yeah, yeah they c- a, they care for the horse. Sure, like that's their. Sure, you know, imagine taking care of an animal and sure. it wins. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, have, have you watched the movie? Um, yes. It, you'll cry every time you watch it, but they said that that handler Eddie was his name. Mm. He spent more time with, um, you know, they called it Big Red was the real name of the ah. horse, but then any other human being. Interesting. Yeah. Very mm. cool. Yeah, I, I know we're going to get farther into it when we're going to talk about politics, and Yay. I could I could be wrong, but. Um, I didn't think we could do that anymore. The last horse track here is about to close. 
because of the taxation that Colorado is putting on the the winnings, yeah. and they haven't. Yeah, I thought it closed a couple of years ago. Didn't I get, it? There's one more open, Dave. I thought oh. I read in the paper, and and it's because of the taxes that Colorado is levying on the winnings. You know, oh. they have certain percentage of the winnings should have been turned into Colorado, and if they ask for that, nobody will bet. Wow. Yeah. Right. Wow. Crazy. There is another movie out. We'll move on from the horse subject, I promise. But there's a movie out about a guy in prison, and he's in a horse program. Have you seen it? It's on Netflix. I, I've it's been wanting good. to watch it. I've seen it. Yeah. It's looks, good. Looks pretty good because yeah. the, the little clip that they show when the old guy was like, you know, what are you doing here or whatever, kind of works him over. Oh, yeah. 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 Is, that a, is that about Ray Ray? I thought of Ray Ray. <laughs> yeah, Definitely he was, thought of he Ray was Ray. in the horse program. Right, yep. right yeah. Yeah, no doubt. All right, new employees. <laughs> we got Isaac Norris, and I met Lou this morning. What's Lou's last name? Uh, v Hill. Louis v, Louis v Hill. Yeah. He goes by Lou because I asked him his oh, name. Oh, does he? Oh, okay. okay. I was like, what's your name? He said Lou. So, Perfect. Welcome, guys. Yeah, welcome, Isaac and Lou. Yep. Celebrations, anniversaries, and studs hit 11 years this past Sunday. That's some good tenure there. Yeah, yeah. congratulations, Ann. Yep. yep, thanks for all you do, Ann. <clears throat> she does a lot. Ron Bugler, four years yesterday. That is cool. That yeah. is cool. Man, Ron job, is Ron. one of those Thank guys you. that just steps up and you don't even know. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, we need someone to cover nights. Boof, Darn. Ron's there. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just Yeah, he snow just removal. He's kind of yeah. done. He just, boof, yeah. done. Ron, it, it's, yep. it's like. Trains. It, go, it doesn't go unnoticed, but it goes, I guess, so smooth, you, you have to search it out. Right? You know what I mean? He's probably a guy that doesn't get enough props. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Ron, Ron has been bleeding JFW from yep. day one. Yep. He Thank you, Ron. That. Yep. When, Thanks for all you do. When there's something on social media, he shares it. With the podcast, he shares it. We make an announcement, he shares it. You know, he's just very active in, in the culture, and yeah, Ron's a good guy to have around. Yep. So thanks, Ron, and happy anniversary. Yep. Thanks, Ron, for all you do. <clears throat> another, thanks, Ron. Another good guy, Casey Guthrie. He'll be hitting three years this Friday. Nice. Good job, Casey. Way yep. to go, Casey. Thanks, man. Yep. That seems, I don't know, it just seems like Casey started here yesterday sometimes, you know. Oh, man, seems like a long time to me, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> we love you, Casey. Uh, he's had some cool nicknames along the way. <laughs> Casey Claus, Blueberry. But <laughs> well, him and Scooby were standing outside the pumps the other day over here, the fuel pumps, and Dave was talking to him. I just walked out, and for some reason it just hit me, Jam, and I was like, hey, I said, when's the next ZZ Top Tour? <laughs> and Casey like, just shook his head like, I don't have to put up with this. <laughs> That's funny. That whole blueberry thing, that could the day that happened, I mean, just your expression, Jim. It, you know, we talk about writing a book here all the time, just uh, because of all the things that have happened in the, you know, three to four decades that we've been around, and <clears throat> that would go in the book. Yeah, I don't know that it would get a chapter, but it would definitely get a page because you, were, it was like you watched a tennis match. You were like left, right, left, right, and your eyes got big, and you're like. What the heck? What the heck are we talking about <laughs> yeah. blueberries for? You're like, I missed the whole blueberry thing. <laughs> it was funny, just so everybody kind of understands what's going on. We interviewed Casey uh, for his position during the steering committee. And in the steering committee, Brother Dave, it was, was it Jim or Dave? It was Jim. It was yeah, me. Brother Jim 
starts, you know, talking about we, we have a bunch of parables here and stories and comparisons and just a lot of leadership things and Jim starts down this path about blueberries and I'm like I don't know this one. What is this all about? It was just funny. You were definitely caught off guard. Yeah. I mean, we all were. Like looking at my nose. But you were so expressive about it. You were like, what? what I missed it. This blueberry thing. Oh, my. What? Yeah, the, the funny thing, though, is I was expecting Casey to go, what blueberries? I was doing that. <laughs> and he didn't. He, he tried right. to answer it. He was right. He was so you know involved in the interview. He knew all about the blueberries. They're blue. What's funny is Jim and I have a friend's family joke about blueberries. The My wife's side of the family, they're just hunting fanatics and fishing. and I mean, if it basically breathes, they like capture it and eat it, you know? <laughs> and they went on this float plane trip up to Canada and they got out at this lake that the float plane pulled up to and there was this bush and it had all these blue berries in it and the one son gets out of the plane and he goes over to the bush and he's pulling the berries off and he looks at the captain or the pilot that, that flew him in there and he goes, what are these blue berries? And the captain's like, Blueberries. <laughs> and it is like, I mean, I steal their family joke because to me it's just hilarious. I mean, funny. I can just picture it. Funny stuff. Birthdays, we have none. Family birthday celebrations, don't have any of those either. Wow. Wow. That's kind of weird. That's never yeah. happened. That's yeah. kind of weird. I was just reading that, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> shout outs. Uh, we want to give a shout out to the drivers on both the milling jobs. Brandon Supervisor said we were easy to work with. I think you brought this one to the table, BD, but then Chris Beam texted me last night. He says he wanted to give a shout-out to the guys that have been on the milling jobs. It just really went smooth and easy. Nice. So. That is awesome. Yep. You know, that's just kind of a new thing that we've never done. Oh, really? You know? So, yeah, I mean, we um, just... We've done it before. Right. I mean, not for Brandon, when? but... When? <laughs> uh, we did it for Cassie. I personally was on a milling How job. How long ago? I don't know, Dave. A long <laughs> freaking time ago, Dave. 27 years ago. Exactly. I mean, we don't do it very often. I guarantee you there's not one driver here currently that drives for JFW that has been on a milling job for JFW. Let's right? say this. So, if you haven't done something in a decade, you haven't done it. <laughs> anyway, it's just... Wow, that there's, means I haven't done much. <laughs> There's just technique to all of that, right? And right. we couldn't really help as far as guidance or anything like that. It was a learning curve. And those guys all went up there and handled it. And it was the, the first job we did wasn't, wasn't too bad, meaning we didn't have to worry about weights or anything like that. The second job, we had to go through the port. So it was, it was a bit more challenging. So, yeah, everybody rocked it. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Next shout out. Do you want to give this one, BD? Or you want to eat your banana? I want to eat my banana. I'll give it. Jeff Turner, who runs the safety department at Asphalt Specialties, he listens to the podcast every week, so thanks, Jeff. He's also a disabled vet, so the Pledge of Allegiance is very important to him. So, Yeah, I want to thank you for your service, Jeff. Yep, I, thank you, Jeff. We all greatly appreciate yep. that around here. We know what that means to serve and honor and protect, and my apologies for not taking care of the flag correctly. I wonder if we should have Jeff on the podcast, since he runs the safety department over at uh Might not Asphalt be a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. I bet he's got some stories. I bet he does. Yeah, no doubt. Yep. Jeff, yeah, no. come on the podcast. We'd love to meet you. <laughs> you know, and obviously he's a vet and he served his country, but still to have the Pledge of Allegiance mean so much to him. Right. You know, because it's just 
probably been a lot of years, you know, and, oh, yeah. and to have that faith and that that pride. Oh, yeah. He's probably saluted the flag more times than you could count. Right, right. right. I mean, that's, you know, when you go to war, let's just say, you know, or you are deployed and you're in Afghanistan or you're in Iraq or whatever, that has to, the, the experience there has to give patriotism and the whole concept, it ta- it's got to take it to another level, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, things that we don't, Yeah, we can't comprehend. We right? haven't we, experienced. No, yep. no, you can't, You. I don't think... Yeah. I don't think we can relate. Putting life online for country. Yeah. Yeah. We had Brandon Winter worked here for, for quite a quite yep. a few yeah, years. Yeah, Brandon was a good dude. And when he first started, it was like, how you doing, Brandon? How's your day going? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, nobody's shooting at me. It's a great day. Right. <laughs> and yeah. it was like, whoa, what, yeah. what, what do you mean? And he's like, oh, yeah, I just got out of the military, you know, came from Afghanistan. Yeah. Or It sounds terrible when I say wherever he was at over there because I'm I am kind of like that Alan Jackson song. I don't know the difference between some of those countries, and I really yeah. should. Well, but anyway, it was Afghanistan, and that w- I'm pretty sure that was still while um, uh, Obama or <laughs> uh, Osama bin Laden was still alive and <laughs> yeah, hiding in right. Afghanistan. Yeah. Right. And Brandon's job was to enter like dwellings. He's and a door kicker. Search him out. You bet. Go in there, search him out, and he said that you know people would be hiding under the bed with a bomb and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah that's a whole nother level of stress, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, coming yeah. So not to, much to, rattled him. Yeah, coming to drive a truck, somebody cuts him off. <laughs> probably not a big deal. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Yep. All right, Nick Purcell. He wanted to send a shout out to Ed Wid, 0095, about. Helping me find the Corps, Corps job locations in the morning, being that I am new. The past two days, I have done two different Corps jobs, and he's helped me locate each one in the yard before I left. Ah, I almost forgot. Also, to shout, also a shout-out to Kendrick and Casey for helping me over the phone when I was at a location trying to figure out what to do. How cool is it for Edwid to be helping somebody on a Corps job when I remember Edwid being helped? On a course job, I feel like he's giving right. that shout out to somebody that's been here yeah. longer than him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, pretty sure. cool. Paying it forward, good Grass, job, Edwin. Grasshopper has become yep. master when, yes. The, yes. when the student becomes a teacher. Yeah, yeah. All right, Casey wants to give a shout out on five seventeen twenty twenty three. Very specific. Arturo helped out at Union by working the up down lever on double o six to hoist the trailer in there. Why I held the valve in place on the pump with the broom handle. Thank you for your help, Arturo. Much appreciated. It's been a pleasure having Arturo back. Absolutely. Yeah. He's been yep. doing a he's, he's great really job. Brought and some great, great culture back. Too. Good energy. Uh-huh. So and happy to be back. We call him the energy boy for a reason. <clears throat> Kendrick and Casey would like to give a shout out to Coleman Omara for calling before getting stuck in the mud at Fox Hill Feeders. Coleman called and we discussed how to get into the dumping location safely and how to get out safely without getting into mud. Thank you, Coleman, We for the call. We appreciate it. Coleman's another rising superstar. He is. You know, he's been doing a lot around here. He's forward thinking. He gets it. He's engaged. He got a big radio. He, <laughs> he got another radio. big radio. He got rid of his old big radio. Like he sold it to Jack Oquindo. Got, a, got yeah. a bigger radio. Yeah, he's Blew he's the fuse in Jack's truck yesterday morning. <laughs> <laughs> he's out there doing that T rucking for sure. Uh. Yeah. Uh. All right. Any shout outs from you guys? 
Yeah, I just want to mention, Jim, uh, I went back to Williston this last weekend, and uh, I know I mentioned it uh, the week before. Um, Sam was a senior and, and graduated high school, and then, and then uh, <clears throat> Jaden Larson, uh, family relative, also graduated high school. And then I know um, Casey went the other day for his niece, Carmen Stam. Nice. Um, so just wanted to mention the graduates this year, all of them. You know, even if there's some I, I don't know their names or have graduated. You know, it's a, it's a, listen to some uh, speeches and stuff mm-hmm. like that because you want to give the the students uh, some wisdom. You know, to go out in life and they're beginning that that new stage. And and uh, one of them I ran across and and we discussed was that. You know, as you get older, we, we've all talked about the, the time flies. And the thing that, you know, as we were talking to different people, that always remember time flies, but you're the captain of that flight and mm-hmm. how that time will fly sure. and what you'll do with the time. So it's up, to, it's up to you, and I wish them all good luck. Awesome. Yeah, I wanted to give a shout-out to the shop uh, <clears throat> for Monday. We probably had the roughest Monday we've had oh, in a long time. It and was terrible. Ricky's off on vacation, and I'm telling you, Mikey and Chris took a beating. <laughs> I mean, it was it was flat out that like that TV show. It was a beatdown, man. It was, and it was all day long. Mm. It it didn't end until the trucks made it all to the yard. I mean, mm-hmm. we had them towed in. We replaced the airbags. We did. I mean, I think each of them had at least five service calls on the road, you know, on top of just repairs here in the yard. And it was just go, 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 go. And, man, they got it done, you know, and we're thankful for for what they did. You know, and and a shout-out to to Tony Martinez because on Tuesday morning he got on the radio and he thanked Chris Mm. because he was listening to everything that was going on. I don't think he personally broke down, but that was cool, Martinez, that you reached out and, and thanked the shop and I I just don't realize what if a lot of people truly understand what what that shop does. Yep. You know what I mean? And even though the the two day guys were busting it, you know some of those trucks they couldn't repair, but they had just had to get them back to the yard. So then the night guys had to take over and complete mm-hmm. the repairs. So yep. man, it was seriously Monday was a beat down. Yep. Like Shut- it was rough. Yeah, shout out to Scooby as well. Scooby jumped in and was helping Chris. And yeah, yeah. Shout out to Scooby in general. He jumps into whatever he yeah. can to help yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. And I know you mentioned Dave that some of the stuff was like airbags. We had quite a few airbags. Yeah, I that, mean, and it that, was on trucks and trailers, and I mean, all sorts of stuff, Jim. Yeah, maybe just a you know some advice. Maybe look at your airbags. Right. You know, maybe there's some rub spots. Maybe there's some frayed spots. Could be trailer, could be tractor, you know, and you're walking around might save you some time of blowing out an airbag. And I, I don't think I ever have, I haven't had one blow out empty, you know, always loaded, obviously, usually when they're under pressure, but you know, there's, you know, we've, I've seen some airbags around that were cracked and you're less like, Hey, we could afford to change that. Right. You know, Old days, we had to run it, but yeah. we, we yeah. might be able to. So, you know, check your airbags, like checking your tires, walk that truck, and if you see something frayed or some threads or it's it's weather-checked, ask to have it replaced or write it up. Yeah. yeah, we had three airbags yesterday on Tuesday, and that wasn't even the bad day. But Monday was so bad, the, the culmination of the, the day was Gabe was sitting at the fuel island, right? We were standing around talking um you know he was fueling and he was we were standing there all of a sudden 
and everybody's like, oh, what's that? <laughs> I was like, I think you just lost an airbag, Gabe. And we were just standing there talking. Uh, I was like, that was it. You know, quarter to six that night. I was wow. like, could have happened at a better place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am uh, currently checking the weather because do we have more rain coming today? Yeah, today. Every, every afternoon now, the rest of the week, I think, Jim. Okay. So <clears throat> with that being said, you brought this to my attention, yeah. Brother Dave. This is going to be the wettest May in history. F- fifth wettest May. Oh, that's not the wettest. <laughs> <laughs> but since well, like 1880 th- or yeah, something, fifth right? Yeah, fifth wettest May in history is... <laughs> It's pretty freaking wet, man. It's not as wet as the wettest man. <laughs> well, no. I don't want to see the wettest man. Oh, that's pretty good, though. Well, it's pretty bad. Well, it depends how you look at it. Our right. lawns have been loving it. I think everybody's lawn has to be looking pretty right. good. Right. If you showed your lawn any love this year, it looks amazing. Right. The grass but out- you're also mowing your butt <laughs> yeah. off. Yeah. Well, you, well yeah. you can't because it's too wet. <laughs> I started. I tried to start mowing mine Saturday morning last week, and it was still like dew on it. And I, I got like two passes, and it was clogged. I was like, up, oh, I have to come back later at like three p.m. You know, or the next day I did it. Yeah. But the lawn out here in the front, that's also looking amazing. It, right. It, it is. <laughs> we got it some is. nice grass. Our grass is greener. You know, it's yep. not just the lawns. The 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 grasses out in the fields, the mountains. They just everything <clears throat> is just emerald green. Yeah. Yeah. Running but, up. Running up to Williston, you know, this weekend, Dave. You know, Wyoming, Montana, North Dakota, all. And it was beautiful. Oh, it was really. I never usually get to go this time of year, and with all our rain, it was really pretty. It was all green. Yeah. Yeah, it's usually brown. Everything. Absolutely, Dave. You know, this is a really brown place most of the year, so to have it this green, it's it's just a pleasure. Yes. The flowers are suffering a little bit, almost kind of drowning. Mm. You know, if you have flower pots and stuff, they're they're struggling a little bit unless you got some really good drainage in them. Uh, with it being the wettest man in history, that doesn't do a lot for the business side of things. I mean, I think that cancels a lot of jobs. You know, we are construction related, and if we're getting rained out and nobody's building the job sites or the job sites are flooded, stuff like that, that definitely puts a damper on uh, the yeah, workload. Like Jim yeah. said last week, Brandon's uh, thirty-five to 40,000 uh, yards, yards behind. You know, and I'm yeah. just taking the average of the days that we lost, you know, Thursday and Friday you know, two weeks ago. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, Dave, so it, the work doesn't disappear. It just gets pushed back. Mm-hmm. We have a busy fall for sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yesterday it was like 80 degrees or above 80. I think it ended up being, and it's getting hot out and we got guys wearing shorts. Just so you know, the policy on shorts is JFW does let you wear shorts. However, you need to have pants with you. Why do you have to have pants with you, Super Dave? Because it is absolutely against Brandon's policies to wear shorts on their job sites or plants. So and when do you put your pants on? Before you get out of your truck. <laughs> what if you're just dropping your tickets off? Mm, I don't know. That's kind of a gray area. Just shut your eyes and go la, 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 yeah. la. <laughs> I well, mean, well, it's, don't. Don't see how close you can get to the ticket box. <laughs> yeah, right. So you can step on the step, so yeah. you're not technically on the ground yeah. and put your tickets in. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> kind of the same thing as like hard hats and vests. Oh, well, I'm just going to be out for 
one second, three steps, and I'll be back in the truck. But you still need to put your hard hat and vest right. on, right? Yeah, and it's not just Brandon. It's right. every pit we go to. It's yeah. every location. I think it's more of an Imshaw. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's I mean, more it's... of a pit thing than a plant yeah. thing. I mean, Brandon and the concrete plants may have policies for their plants, right. but Imshaw, that's a regulation. Yeah, it's just yeah. the thing, right? Yeah, so it's... if you break down at, like, A.I. Morrison mm. or at Fry, yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. You better have some pants. Right? Yeah. Right? Exactly. So so if you're just dropping your ticket off, I'm not telling you it's okay to just run in the ticket box, but take care of your business. Yeah. If you're on the ramp at Plant 12 and you get out to sweep off your tailgate and open your tailgate and close your tailgate, you better have pants on. Mm. Right? You better have your hard hat on. You better have your vest on. That means you better have your pants on. Hmm. So... (laughs) No naked trucking. No naked trucking. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, yeah. Jim. I was yeah. like, well, I put pants put on every pants day. On. Yep. <laughs> one yeah. foot at a time, Dave? Uh, heaven forbid you have one of those nightmares where you're running around without your pants. <laughs> <laughs> so I had, a, I had a procedure a couple of weeks ago, and I'm coming off the anesthesia, and uh, the nurse, <laughs> my wife is telling me this story. The nurse is like, okay, well, you can put your pants on now. But do me a favor, don't when you put your pants on, don't stand on one leg because you could fall. Make sure you sit down. So I got up in like the uh, karate kid. <laughs> I took that, I was like, You ain't gonna challenge me. You ain't gonna tell me how many legs I can stand on. Uh, that's so funny. funny. <clears throat> so uh we were talking about how busy it was Monday morning for the shop. Some of the busyness was avoidable. Right. Right? We had three flat tires on Monday morning. I know one of them was off the beat. So if a tire's off the beat in the morning, did it come off the beat in the middle of the night? <laughs> yeah, absolutely it did. That's when the mechanics let the air out of the tire, drive it around the yard, and then park and it. Hit it with a sledgehammer? Right. Gotcha. Yeah, so <laughs> if you got a tire off the beat in the morning, I'm willing to bet, I'll bet you 100 bucks it was off the beat when you left the night before. It doesn't just come off the bead in the middle of the night. You drove around with a flat tire. Yeah. And you didn't bump the tires before you left. Yeah, especially if it has the ring inside the between the two duels. Right. You know, it's really easy to tell how long it's been ran flat. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah, the wear ring. Yeah. Yeah. The rub the rub, rub spot. mark. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, guys and girls, it's just really important that when you leave the night before, you got that truck in the best condition it could be because in the morning when you got a flat tire Probably the first person that had a flat tire Monday morning got out of here fairly quick. I'll tell you the third person with the flat tire had a flat tire for yeah. a long portion of the morning. That yep. means you ain't out there trucking. That means that truck's not earning money. Jim, you want to talk about uh, coming home from Williston? I know you listen to the podcast with uh, Chris Beam and Richard Trujillo. Yeah, yeah. What are your abso- thoughts on that? Yeah, absolutely. The, um, I, I just thought Chris and... and uh, Rich did a really good job. Um, you know, we have some stuff here where we did that. Um, took some comments about our podcasts and stuff. And, and uh, you know, one of the comments, I think, was how they enjoy having drivers on and stuff. And, and I think just Rich and Chris really did a good job representing, you know, JFW. But I'd have to say out of those two guys, and, and it's, it might be something you develop or you learn or, or – Maybe you can work on, but those two guys are really passionate about their jobs, but they're passionate, not necessarily the, the job, their craft. And, you know, Rich mentioned in that one that, that it's an art to dump a pile. And I, 
I agree with him. You know, I mean, I have that same passion and uh, to make it look pretty and you don't drag the material away with the mud flaps. And, you know, sometimes, I, you know, when you dump, you don't want to leave that line where the tailgate's tailgate. at. Yeah, oh, totally. And, you know, and it, it seems you so... just the right angle. Yeah, every, everything about that. And it just seems so simple to do that. But that's not everybody's. That's not the way everybody thinks or sees it. Or it's not. It's not what they're looking at. You know. And and I, I know we kind of beat it up last week with Chris and, and the. You know, we discussed the texting and, you know, he was so honest in the podcast and stuff. But, you know, that's what we try to be when we're on the podcast. Here is is honesty, and you know what we've been through and stuff and. You know, we can get we can get more in the in the discussion, but yeah. Anyway, I, I just I really enjoyed their their honesty and the passion. It was it was Rich, good to see. Rich was describing a d- good dump, is what we call that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and every time, I mean, we're all uh, drivers and end dumpers here. Every time you dump a pile, you look back at it. Yeah. yeah. And and if you stretched it out too far, yeah, or you, I, I could your do mud flap uh, yeah. snail trails are too long. But, you criticize yourself. But we do. We, we do, yeah. Right. yeah. Not everybody. Not yeah. everybody. Yeah. No. yeah. Yeah, but it's the same thing. So you, you mentioned perfecting your crest. So there's people that come to JFW, they jump in their truck, they don't pre-trip, they turn the key on and they go trucking and they make money, right? They don't do the other part of the job and they don't care. There's people that'll leave snail trails and a long pile and look at that and be okay with it. That's their standard. Mm-hmm. That's not our standard. Right. You know, we want to do better every mm-hmm. single time, you know, so... But they probably, you know, I've said it before, the way they do one thing in their life is probably how they do everything. You know, their houses probably aren't the cleanest. If if they don't care about how they dump a pile, there's probably things at home they don't care about. Yep. You know, it's just their car might be a mess. You know, yeah. they're, you know, if a guy's throwing trash in the red lot, you know, we, we had a driver the other day, got some brand new air fresheners for his truck. Well, Scooby finds air freshener wrappers on the ground. You know, so you're taking care of your truck, but you're not taking care of the yard. Yeah. You know, is that guy putting his shopping cart away? I doubt it. I had a friend post post something about shopping carts. He went to Home Depot and he was so OCD. There was a bunch of the, the, the flatbeds mm-hmm. all scattered around. He said it, it added like, you know, 10 minutes to his trip, but he brought all the flatbeds inside. Because it was just bothering him. Yeah. So I sent him the thing about the shopping cart. Someone that's pretty harsh that describes people as animals or, <laughs> that, or that savages. <clears throat> yeah. So he was just like, wow, that's so great. You know, it it really speaks to somebody's character if they're putting their shopping yeah. cart away. So mm-hmm. I, I haven't shared this story with you guys, but I will now. <laughs> I took dad to the, to the store this weekend, needed some groceries. And I said, I tell you what, <clears throat> I'll drop you here at the door, hop in your cart. <laughs> I'll park and, and I'll grab a cart and come in and I, I need some stuff and I'll just follow you through the store, you know. And we got our shopping done and he rides his little cart out to the car and open up the back. We put the groceries away, you know, and I says, all right, why don't you go put the cart away and uh, I'll come up and get you. And I was like, ah, oh, I, I got to put my cart away, you know. So I said, I'll just follow you. So we walk in and I put the cart away, put my cart away and he's got the electric cart, right? The little scooter. So he backs up and I said, geez, dad, do we need to plug that in or what? You know, and I'm kind of in the back and I've, I've got the cord, you know, and because so many of those you just see dropped, right? They're just like, like they ran out of juice right here, right? And, I, you know, I hadn't 
moved it or I don't even I have never even set on one right I don't even know how they operate right and uh, I kind of have the cord in my hand and I'm, I'm going to plug it in the wall and this guy comes out with his bag of groceries and he's got his dad and and they're older than dad and I right uh-huh. and he goes are you putting that back and I'm like yeah I said I'm just getting ready to plug it in oh back it up a little further he said you just need to back that up get it about another foot and a half closer <laughs> and he's telling dad and I what to do and I'm like okay you know and dad's kind of like what is this guy doing and so dad backs up a little more and i plug it in and i says is there a light on here and he's like oh he said the minute you plug that in he said you need to flip this sign up i didn't even know this you guys in the front of the cart like like there's the wheel where you steer it and then you have the basket in front of where you're sitting in the wheel right Mm -hmm. there's a sign that rotates up and it has stop i'm charging on it so he flips the sign up he said you just put it in this position and he says when the next person comes and grabs it they put it down and i i never noticed it the whole time dad was in the cart when you put it down it has green good to go when you flip it up it says stop i'm charging and he was like that's just so awesome most people don't put their carts away he said and my dad and i get here and we don't have a cart charged and he was like, this is how you do it. And, man, his dad backed up. He was like a soldier, man. It was like, dur, 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 dur. Went to, it was like us doing our pre-trip, man. It was like, oh, got to do that. You know, and he flips the little sign up. And I kind of looked, and it was like a fleet of carts sitting there. And all the charge signs were up, man. you know. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. And I was wearing a Purdue shirt, you know. And he's like, Purdue? You going to Purdue? I'm like, well, I, I didn't. My son goes there this fall. And. Ah, best school, man. He goes, I went to to Indiana. He said, we're rivals. But he goes, got a lot of respect for those guys. They're pretty bad. Got a lot of respect. He could be an engineer. I'm like, he is. I said, he's going there on a swim scholarship. Swim scholarship? What is he, about 6'6", skinny as a rail? I'm like, nope, he's he's beating the odds, man. He's 5'9", and and kind of a tank, you know? And I said, (laughs) but he's he can swim pretty good. And he was like... I'll be darned. And we walked out, and even Dad walked out, and we got in the car. <laughs> Dad and I kind of looked at each other in this silent warrior moment of, like, we just learned something, and it was the right thing. And we just kind of drove off. <laughs> it was pretty cool, though. So I, I do believe nice. I officially met the cart police. You are on a whole nother level with the carts now. Oh, yeah. man, I'm telling you, Jim. Yeah, the electric carts, they're, that's that's it. It's what another you, level. What are you going to do when you see one unplugged now? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll probably plug it in. <laughs> I'll have to flip the sign up, Dave. Yeah. That's from now I, I on. Never I haven't looked at that <laughs> yeah. before. I've seen yeah. those carts for years. Yeah, I've never I seen the sign. I didn't even know that sign. existed, yeah. right? Yeah. I just figured they'd work all day long, and the people in the store plugged them in at night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? What's it's, it's funny, because you'll see them in the parking lot every now and then, and I'm like, well, I kind of understand, because the people who who truly need that cart, right? right? They Somehow they did manage to get into the store and get it, but to put it back is... I've tried to push them... yourself... I've tried to push them back in yeah. the store, Dave. Oh, and, oh, you can't push them. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, well, it's in the way. Somebody could use it, but I couldn't move yeah. it. There has to be a neutral on it or something that I didn't... I, Jim, I've watched a couple like kids... <laughs> like drag them? Put, you know, that are supposed <laughs> to be putting the carts back. And, you know, because it is funny. You'll see a kid riding a cart... Right. That works at the store, and they're riding it to put it back. You sure. know, and yeah, that's why, rough. Why is Jim and Holly riding the car? <laughs> they ain't that old. <laughs> uh, I'll be like, "Hey, Janet, why don't you push that cart? I'll grab the electric one and ride it in." You want to go to the grocery store? <laughs> we only got two hours. I mean, it's going to take an hour to put the carts away. Yeah, uh, that's no funny. kidding. Ah. All right. Um, 
Jim, when you were coming back from Williston, you were talking about a truck in the double left lane. Yeah, we had, uh, we were, actually it was just before I was coming back, Jim, so we had all the family in the in the car, so there's like six of us, and uh, this, this truck up there, it's a double left-hand turn, gets in the inside lane. What? Kind of blocks off the other lane, because he can't totally fit in the inside lane. As he makes the corner, he pushes two or three of us off because he goes all the way to the outside lane as he made the left-hand lane and basically pushes us onto the shoulder of the road and just keeps on trucking. And, you know, everybody in the car knows what I do or, you know, JFW, and they all look at me. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that truck will make the podcast this <laughs> week, you know. And they're, they're after an answer of... Well, what's he doing exactly dave and i'm like he's he's uh you know he's our our brethren our our sister whatever whatever it was and Dumbass. Yeah, yeah he's he's representing us and and that's how he was how he was driving and yeah it makes was us it that guy that was parked in front of our building last week that threw all his tracks <laughs> could, out could have been Both dave windows? could have been cousins or something yeah yeah and uh well that's my brother you know it's just it's no matter where you're going or where you're at you know you're you're representing all drivers, I guess, and I know we harp about that, we talk about that, but that's our be better policy. Yeah, right. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I know. I I mean, I try and not to touch on it, but yeah. The, on occasion, I found myself in the wrong turn lane, and what's the polite thing to do? Stop. Wait for all those yeah, cars yeah, to clear. You stop. Yeah, yeah, Dave, you know. You know so oh, you're like, okay, well, the last I'm going to let one. those guys yeah. go because I need to move out. Exactly, you know? exactly. But I got to go. Or, or you, or you I make. I got to go. Yeah. We get told that all the time. I got to go. Yeah. There was somebody holding the gun to his head. Nope. I got to go. <laughs> yep. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and he he went as hard as he could through the corner, Dave. Crazy. There was no slowness. There was no crazy. nothing to it. You know, and it plenty of room, Dave. I mean, mm-hmm. all the roads up there are set up for all the oil business. Oh, there's yeah. Nothing, yeah. There's nothing not like really tight. 200-year-old roads, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, that's what I call COVID rude. You know, people have gotten so rude on the highways since the COVID thing happened a couple of years ago, you know, and they yeah. just there's no consideration out there. Yeah, they're in their, you know, armored boxes, and they I mean, don't care. You watch it, you know, coming in in the morning is the worst, and I, I know all the guys see it all day long. But, you know, when you talk about putting the shopping cart away, one of the things in that list of things that describes you if you don't put it away is that you're lawless, you know, because there's proof of an ungoverned situation and you can't do the right thing. Well, there's just not many police out or ticketing cars anymore. And like on our way in this morning, I was running 65 down 270. It's 10 miles an hour over the speed limit. People were passing us like we were sitting still. And then this one car was literally like three feet off this pickup. And no place to go. No reason to drive like that. Nothing. And you're like, if anything happens, what a crash. Yeah, no visibility. Can't see anything going on around because they're right behind the the pickup truck. And and when you talk about the COVID stuff, Dave, that's the lawless part of of our society is I can do it because I can't get caught. At any cost, I'm going to do this at any cost because there's no there's no re- yeah. repercussion. 
from I think doing it's that. The, yeah, the old adage, Jim, of give them an inch, they take a mile. Because during COVID, there really was no cops out. Yeah. You, know, you could go 100 miles an hour yeah, down the road. Not even worry about it. I not worry what, about it. They're coming out now. I, I, yeah, I hope they are. so. I know the, yeah. poli- the popo is back. I know Eric has gotten two tickets. Yeah. I mean, I have yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, they that. are. Yeah. I'm seeing them cities, the state, the counties. They are. They're staffed back up and out. Well, I know you could make some money on 270. Oh, boy. I mean, yeah. holy smokes. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I uh, talked to Sergeant Gruniger yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Do you want an update on the podcast or do you want me to tell you off the podcast? <laughs> oh, let's talk I about mean, it. I mean, we talked about the yeah, incident. I think it, yeah, I think it really happened. Jam, so, so. so he thought he was going to hear back from the district attorney yesterday. He didn't, so he's hoping to hear from him today or her. Uh, if not, he's going to call them. But DOT is now dealing with the driver of the other truck on some permit issues. Wow. That they saw in the video. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I wondered that too, Jim, because the sign on the back of the truck and the way it was done. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then um, the driver admitted to throwing the first bottle, but wouldn't admit. Well, the driver admitted to losing his cool, uh-huh. but wouldn't admit to throwing the second bottle through the window of our truck. Until Sergeant Grinegar told him, we have a video of you doing it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure he is having second thoughts about his behaviors that day and how he should have represented himself and acted. Because yeah. already, it's, it's, life has been harder for him. Not that it's a huge deal what's happened so far, but I'm sure it's not enjoyable getting calls about the way you drive and dealing with permit issues with DOT. And I mean, Jam, just... Being a professional driver and owning your own business <laughs> and hearing the words district attorney right, and state patrol right. and DOT, I'd be right. shitting. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd be like, what? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What, are we, what, did, what happened? What did right. I do? You know? I should have just stayed in my lane. Right? No pun intended. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, just craziness. I, I, that, that whole incident is still mind-boggling yep. to me. Nobody so, ever wins in road rage. So sometimes no. there's repercussions. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. I, I just know it's kind of funny because you mentioned, you know, you knew Greniger was going to work that based off, I have the footage, but I'm not going to let them know I have the footage on video. Right. And it was so funny. I mean, just the other night, Janet and I finished a movie on Amazon Prime, and I, I've never had this happen before, but like the minute the movie ended, Judge Judy came on. And I'm like, what? What? There was no credits. It was She's just still like alive? it was like bam, last right jam, and wow. she is no youngster, and she has not gotten nicer in her old age. <laughs> Woo! Anyway, this case come on, and the the defendant in the case had everything on video from her neighbor's ring camera. Mm. I mean, you had it was like it was filmed almost. You had all the audio. You had obviously the video. Everything because the ring has the the recorder. You can talk through it, right? And uh, anyway, Sam came home. He was it was kind of late, and he just got home. And and this is the point I'm trying to make is you know Janet grabbed Sam and said, hey, you know, you need to really think about all the things you do, no matter where you are, because everyone has a camera. Yep. Everyone has a can, you know, and if it's not mounted on your house with a doorbell or it's not in your car or it's not on your dash cam, people pull their phone out and they record. They would rather record an incident than help. Mm-hmm. Most people, oh, totally. you put a crowd of 50 people up, 
I'm totally making this up, but it feels like 49 are going to record it and one is going to help. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, and yeah. it's just like, wow. You know, and that's just, that guy should have thought of that. Yep. You know? Yep. Our driver did point at the camera during the incident like, hey, by the way, <laughs> we have a camera. Right. So uh, I noticed Big Country yesterday in his personal vehicle, in his Dodge 2500. <laughs> Hemi, baby. Anyway, no, that's a diesel. No, it's a gas. It's, no, it's, it's a Hemi. Yeah. 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 So anyway, uh, I noticed a dash cam in his windshield. I was like, oh, you got your own dash cam? He's like, yeah. He's, he's got it 180 on the outside. He's got 180 on the inside. Nice. So he's got an inward-facing camera in his own vehicle. Yeah. And he's got one on the back window that goes 180 to the rear. Nice. Oh, and man, that's awesome. He's got this cool app where he's trying to show me, like, oh, you could download videos. I'm like, I get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But to your point of everybody recording everything, yeah. I saw something the other day. When we went to school, everybody here at this table, if something embarrassing happened to you, it was you're good like the next day. Week, whatever, week. right? Now that stuff goes on TikTok. It's yeah. on video. Yeah. It, yeah could, it goes viral. It goes viral and yeah. it could ruin your childhood. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. Not the four or 14 or even 40 people know. The nation knows. Yes. Right? The world knows. Yeah, potentially. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, got a note on here about the rock tubs dumping differently. Do the rock tubs dump differently? I think so. They dump in the front, don't they? Oh, we got the front dump. Yes, we got the front yeah. dumping rock trailers. It's kind of like those mixers <laughs> that dump off the front. <laughs> those are a trip. Every time I see one of those, I'm like, how weird is that? Huh. Right? You know? So the the stuff splatters all over your windshield and stuff like that, you know? Man, they're cool on a job site, though. That driver can navigate oh, everything. The, the, the job people love them. I mean, they truly do. Yeah, as as a former mixer driver, I've never driven one of those, but that would be cool yeah. to not have to look in your mirrors. And right, and the drums look bigger. Are the drums bigger? I mean, I just assume so, Dave. I would assume they're a 12-yard drum, and yeah. they're, you know, because most of those mixers have two front axles. Yeah, they don't yeah. have a booster. Yeah. Uh-huh. So they're big I, on the East Coast. Yeah, right. the engines yeah. are in the rear, yeah. which is a trip. Yeah. yeah. I just know the the job site people just love them because they're they're not having to look in a mirror and guide someone back and right. i mean a good driver is just following that person working the shoot right right you know what i mean he knows to pull forward that guy working the shoot doesn't have to tell him he doesn't have to that guy just drives to everything that's needed yeah so well i'm glad we determined that the front dump mixers dump differently than the rear <laughs> <one mixers. laughs> what about let's the see end? let's get back to end dumps <laughs> yeah it, it's funny dave because i that's my question super dave Rock tubs dump differently, and you said you think they do? Yeah, they do. So do, do they? I believe uh, that. I, I, I don't think so. Yeah, the, the material doesn't slide out near as soon, so you have to go up higher in the air, which means you have more weight in the nose um, because it's a steel tub and not a nice plastic, smooth, slippery liner. So you're going to be, you know, every bit of four and a half stages before anything cuts loose. So you got to be a little bit more careful. And then when you when you do go all the way up and your material's coming out, you're going to drag that pile out much farther than making a tall round pile like the end dump or the material trailer does. So you have to drive forward farther. So sure, sure, I, yeah, but totally agree with that. I guess the the thing I was trying to get at with this is, and you mentioned it several times, you have to run the trailer all the way up. Mm-hmm. You so do. Do you do that with an aluminum trailer? 
Well, you, you do, don't have to. I mean, you don't have to, but you, uh, you should. Yeah. Right. You run it all the way up and you should pull forward until material stops coming out. So the, so the basics between those two trailers are the same. The basics are the same. And, the same. And are you running the trailer all the way up? Both trailers? Yes. Yes. Are you pulling forward until material stops coming out? Yes. Yes. You know, same same and, difference. And what do you do if you if you hauled and, if you hauled sand, Dave, and you've you've dumped it, you know you gotta go get a load of rock. What do, what do you do just after you dumped? Just after you dumped your sand and you know you gotta go get rock. What what would you I set my brakes, leave the trailer in the air and go back and check it out, and make sure I don't have any sand stuck in the nose. <laughs> nice. But but the thing is though too Perfect, Dave. When you're if you are hauling a load of riprap or a load of rubble, you you've gotta let that material fall out and not raise it up as you're as it's falling because you very well could rip off a brake pod because those big chunks of material mm-hmm. will fall under under the tailgate of the trailer. So there are techniques that you have to employ. What um, if you were hauling millings? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's kind of where I'm going, Dave. And I, I've just heard so many comments over the milling job because we've had a lot of different guys that use aluminum trailers hauling the rock trailers. And kind of my basis to this conversation is there should be no fear. They, they're the same trailer because they do the same thing. You just have to look at it differently, but you have to have your situational awareness on the trailers all the way up, all the materials out of my trailer. I've walked back to the back and looked, you know, and I understand the, the you know, it's not going to slide out as easy to Super Dave, but it's also their, their setup, their spring ride. So the sturdiness and the stabilization of them compared to an, uh, you know, an aluminum is different too. Oh yeah. You know, super, I just don't want super sturdy. I just don't want somebody to have a fear and that they're, they're so much different. Yeah. Generally all your wheels are pretty much on the ground except for the last like three feet of the, of e- the hoist. Exactly. Super Dave. So I just wanted some, I just wanted to put it out there that it, you're, you're, you're not, you're special because you are able to drive any truck. You know, just follow your basics on all the way up, making sure you're level, you know, making sure the material's all the way out, making sure you're clean after you dump. And you can you can run any kind of material trailer. You know, you can run a side dump. <laughs> you can run an end dump. You can run a belt trailer. You can, you know, all that kind of stuff. I just don't want there to be a stigma that there's some kind of fear there, Dave, because you, you can do it, you know. Yeah, I just... You're, you're speaking, and it's like, to me, a gun analogy. Because I hear people say, that gun's super accurate. <laughs> it's like, well, you're super accurate with that gun, <laughs> right? Because nowadays, I mean, to find, you know, if you buy a gun, if you buy a handgun, it's going to be accurate. Like, the guns today, they're all, they're all accurate. It's a shooter, and you should be able to pick up any gun and use the fundamentals and shoot it. You know, will some of the triggers feel a little differently? Yes, but... They all do the same thing, and the fundamentals are the fundamentals. I mean, it goes back to that the kiss. Keep it simple, silly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Silly. Yeah. I well, yeah. Can't can't use that no no word. Stupid. <laughs> that's a that's, that's a, a no no word, Jim. You know, that's a, that's, I didn't know that. <laughs> such a good analogy, Jim. Because whether it's a pistol or a rifle or whatever, you don't ever point it at you, right? You yeah, know, the safety is the same, right? Yeah. So you you still raise the trailer all the way up, right? You know, and, and and the funny thing is, even if the gun isn't accurate, let's say the sights are off, but you shoot three shots and you're left and low, what are you going to do as a shooter? 
you're going to raise it up and, and go back to the right, right? Yeah, you adjust your, your You skull. adjust it. Yeah. That's what we're talking about with a trailer. Mm-hmm. If, it's, if it's not level. Fix it. Fix it. You adjust yeah. it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're, if you're hauling a new material, you get out and make sure the trailer's empty. Yep. You know, you, oh, the material hasn't stopped coming out. I got to pull far, farther forward. Right. You know, just that it's, you know. I don't want to get in trouble for going there, but it's situational awareness. Yeah, yeah. As long as you take the time to think about, you know, what might, if I point that gun at me, what might happen, right? Right. <laughs> Which is, you know, so much more serious than, you know. Well, death is death. De- yeah. You know, I, yeah, that's I don't true. know that I want to be crushed by a trailer more than I'd want to be shot. Like, yeah. Honestly, just shoot me. <laughs> yeah it's just having a trailer land on my head doesn't seem any doesn't sound fun no yeah, absolutely absolutely so, so yeah just you guys can do it it's like driving in the snow you know so many people say i just i don't want to drive in the snow i don't like it it can be done though you know take have the confidence to do that slow up take your time and and pay attention to the to the road you guys can get it done <clears throat> absolutely so i got a message from ken anthony one of our safety directors he said can we discuss not backing too close to piles when dumping because we lost three mud flaps yesterday here at yard 23 wow two were off the same truck mm. <laughs> well i hope he talked to that one driver because it yeah. sounds like we have a one driver issue not a 120 driver issue but if we're still losing mud flaps, I mean, we, we have a pallet of them. Mike complains to us all the time. We go through way too many mud flaps. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know what to say about it. I mean, you just you don't have to be that close to the pile. But I, I don't think we're, using, we're just instantly using the analogy they're backing up to get that close to the pile. I truly believe they're backing up to adjust. They're, they're navigating and not stopping before they get to that pile to pull mm. forward and continue to re mm. readjust. That's when I think the majority of them happen. Got I don't it. think they're just backing up to get that close to the pile to dump. Got I it. think they're they're navigating, they're they're manipulating, getting that trailer and truck adjusted to where they're they can dump. That's when my assumption is the majority of those happen and they just don't stop. Mm. So Got it. What about if they're <clears throat> dumping sand and the material's coming out and they're not pulling forward soon enough? Would that rip a mud flap off? No. No? No. The only way to rip a mud flap off is you back over it. Got it. Okay. Yeah, you pinch it somehow, you know, between the whatever material, whether it's mud or what, whatever jam, yeah. Yep. 10-4. Well, thanks for the tip, Ken. So leave yourself some room behind your truck. You don't have to leave 10 feet, but... You don't need to be up against a pile either. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about it before. Should you ever rip a mud flap off? One time. <laughs> <laughs> and then you learn. <laughs> right? Sometimes they <clears throat> they do get dry rotted and they get weak. And what I'd like the guys to do is before it starts to rip and come like completely off in a pile, you know, when you're doing your walk around, look at the condition of your mud flaps. If they're worn and they're they're dry rotted they're starting to rip let's replace them you know let's let's be proactive there but here, here's a real question so <clears throat> obviously or maybe not obvious to some people maybe you don't know this but if you are missing a tractor mud flap and you're connected to a trailer by law you're good mm-hmm. right but if you're missing a mud flap off your trailer that's not good at all. Nope. Yep. You, you're in violation, right? Yep. 
So uh, one of the guys I heard her come in on the radio yesterday, he lost his mud flaps down in, I think, Plant 13 or Castle yeah. Rock or something. Plant 13. He wanted to go up to Fry to get another load. We ended up bringing him back here. Yeah, I can't. Because. Can't do it. You know, just that extra, you know, let's get the, you know, either fix the mud flaps where you're at, get them stuffed in there somehow to make you legal. Right. Or you got to bring it to the yard. Right. You can't go pick up rock and then we break a windshield while we're hauling rock, which is, <clears throat> even if the rock didn't come out of our trailer or not, if we don't got mud flaps on and you break a windshield and you're hauling rock, guess who's buying a windshield? Right. That'd be us. We'd probably buy it anyway because we don't have the mud flap. But, yep. Yeah. So. Yeah, and, and not only the the rock jam, you'd, you'd think, hey, we could, you could possibly yesterday went to Fry's, got the load, got it dumped, all the other stuff, and got it in here and not been pulled over. You know, but is that the right thing to do? You're, you're back to that. Should yeah. we do that? Is that legal? No. All, I'm sure all, there's all those things stack up that yeah. we shouldn't yeah. be doing. I'm sure there's trucks out there that drive all day long, Jim, or days or weeks missing a mud flap. You know, Mm -hmm. we had a a truck leaving yesterday morning or the morning before, and the front mud flap on the front fender of the trailer was torn in half. It was half hanging there. And I I saw it leaving, and it was actually rubbing on the fender, the plastic (laughs) fender over the drive tires. And I just grabbed the driver and I was like, just cut that off. Let's get it fixed tonight. But just cut that off. I mean, it just, it looks awful. Right. I mean, it just, I, I, I see equipment like that, and it just puts a wrench in my gut. Like, that just looks awful. It's it's scabby. It's it's just nasty, well, right? But because we want those things fixed, and we do it differently, that's why we look better than a sure. lot of other trucks out there. Sure. So. All right. <clears throat> the moment we've all been waiting for. Dun, you, dun, dun. I know you guys were super excited about this this morning. <laughs> <laughs> but we got the podcast survey results in, right? So last week, Amber and Joanne, they sent out a podcast survey. And uh, it wasn't a very long survey. It probably took about three minutes to fill out. Some people did. Some people didn't. So here's the stats to start with. 132 invitations were sent out. 119 people opened the invitation. So that's... A little bit over 90% of the people actually opened it. <clears throat> Not all of those 119 people filled the survey out, though. 83 people clicked through it, meaning they said begin survey, but that doesn't mean they completed it. Six, and that's 62%, almost 63. 62 people actually completed the survey, which is only 47%. Okay. Under, under half. Under half. Under half the people that the invitation was sent out to filled it out. But almost all the people opened it. So I don't know who didn't have the three minutes to actually take the time to fill it out. (laughs) This really bothers me. One person opted out. They took the time to opt out from doing the survey, (laughs) which took effort, but wouldn't do the survey. So... But anyway, well, the first question was, do you listen to the podcast, yes or no, or why or why not, right? Out of all the people that opened or completed the survey, not one person said they didn't listen, which I kind of figured would happen. It would have been interesting. We were hoping, you know, ultimately, the, the reason we put the survey out is I wanted to hear from somebody that said, 
I don't listen to the podcast, and here's why. Mm-hmm. So we could figure out how to get that person to listen. That, to me, was the ultimate reason why we did this, right? But we didn't get that information. The things that the listeners liked the most was the information, the knowledge, and the humor. Humor being, you know, the banter, the jokes, the dad jokes, stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> so in one way or another, they said information and knowledge. The most common dislike was the length of the podcast. Some people think it's too long, which is hilarious because <laughs> the first one was 13 minutes. And I remember, Brother Dave, you thought that was too long. It was painful. <laughs> <laughs> it's just <clears throat> easy to lose track of time. You know, we have a good time up here. We yep. enjoy, you know, shooting the shooting the shit with everybody and talking about our craft and talking about trucking. And it's easy to run long. It, yeah, the, sharing the passion. Mm-hmm. There was one person that said it's not long enough. Uh, he could listen to us all day long. <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, yeah, keep going, Jim. Okay. Some of this is a little bit hard to swallow, but we are, I mean, let me just say this. The men in this room are the men in the arena, right? We're the people that do it. So, you know, we hear criticism. Do you think Joe Rogan cares that somebody didn't like his podcast? He don't care. You know what I mean? Do you think like uh, Jack Nicholson cares if somebody in like one of his movies? He's not losing any. You simple. can't handle the truth. <laughs> I think that that I, was a good. I, movie. I truly, I truly don't want to argue with you, Jim. Argue <laughs> and the, you know, your examples because I, I, I appreciate before we started the podcast how you how you showed us the other side of how me and Dave feel, but the Joe Rogan and, and I'm going to say that this way is. It's not that podcast is not his life, and this is my life, right? And that's where it's it's hard to be criticized when all I'm trying to do is is bring a passion, right? I mean, there's one there's one criticism in here that, man, it really it really hurts, Jim. Huh? And 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 it's just because you know years ago, Chris Beam, we were having a discussion and. I was having more probably a raised voice discussion than Chris was. And Chris looked at me and goes, why are you so upset? Why are you so passionate? Chris, I don't think he could raise his voice even if he tried. I mean, no, that I, dude is the most monotone fellow yeah, you yeah. ever will meet. He, he's just he's just logical. <laughs> yeah, you know, very. About, about I love the, the guy because we've talked <laughs> yeah. about that before. Yeah. And he goes, you know, if I won the lotto this is the and same I won tone. like $100 million, he'd come home and he'd, you know, look at his wife and be like, hey, I won the lotto. <laughs> you know what do you what do you want to do with the money? Yeah, it's what yeah. inside he feels it inside. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so keep going, Jam, because I don't want, I don't want to stop you getting getting through this. Yet. No, it's it's good, man. This is yeah. this this is part of the podcast. This is what they love. <clears throat> yes, or don't some some <laughs> the people. But here's the thing. So so we have over 500 listens a week. There's 60 people that said what they like or they didn't like. It's a small fraction of the number of people that listen. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and people say what they like to. So anyway, here we go. Uh, politics was brought up a few times. Either we talk about politics too much, or there was one comment that we don't talk about politics enough. And and this is I've read that because it's in here before. Mm-hmm. This is my point about the politics. The reason we do talk about it, or maybe we don't talk enough, or however you feel about it, but. Our survey up above that you read, Jim, mm-hmm. to me is no different than how people vote. Right. And that's the reason we're talking about the politics. 
Democrat, Republican, Independent Party, just go frickin' vote and get involved. Don't open, don't open the survey and not participate. Don't complain about your country, but don't participate. I mean, that, that part just, it just fires me up, Jam. I get it. You know, we've done some surveys as well uh, through Bamboo. And it was kind of like some of the stuff, you know, when people are anom- anonymous, they say things they wouldn't say if they were known. Which you, you know? sometimes you need to hear it. <clears throat> yeah. It's like having a CB mic in your hand. I, and surveys are rough, Jam. I'm surveys one of those guys. I mean, I've gone to the same dentist for 15 years and they send me a survey every time I go. Twice a year, they send me a survey. How was how was our service? How was this? How was that? And I'm like, dude, I never fill it out. I love my dentist. I'm coming back. Right. You don't need to send me the survey. I've even told him, you don't need to send me the survey. Like, don't don't waste the energy. I'm sure it's automated, but like, I've never filled one out. I love your guys' service. You don't need to change anything. I'll be back. So, and let me tell tell you guys this about the survey as well. I just grabbed comments that were a little bit more in depth than, you know, it's too long or it's not, you know, they they had a little bit more to say. Sure. But there was other people that said, I can't understand why somebody wouldn't listen to the podcast. You know, we need more download. Like there was, there was that too. Sure. sure. What can make it better? And, you know, I just kind of grabbed what I thought stuck out. All right. The next thing was the music. It was either too long or could be better. (laughs) Right. The funny thing about the too long comments is we've made the intro music shorter. So I don't know when the last time the person that said the intro music is too long listened because for the last two or three weeks, it's been shortened. But maybe they're expecting it to be long and they just fast forward it. But I don't know. So anyway, here we go. Some of the comments about what do you like least about the podcast? First comment, the politics talk and it's way too long. Next comment, the song at the beginning and the end. Next comment, too long. And I kind of try to get away from the too longs, but there was a few of them. Uh, When they make statements like, when I was a driver, or you know when I was driving, it makes the advice giving sound condescending. And I'm going to say I'm guilty of saying when I was a driver because when I was a driver, this is how I did it, right? But that's that's the comment. Uh, Let's see. Too long and too much information in one podcast. The opening song is too long. A little bland and the guests aren't included enough. I do like the guests aren't included enough because we love having guests. The guests the guests definitely make the podcast more exciting. Uh, wish it was more interactive with us where we can ask questions to the guests. Wow. And maybe ask why... They ask us to do something or maybe a debate on some topics and ask questions. You know, can, I, I got to stop you there, Jam. You've went through this list, and I, I just I have such <laughs> this urge to defend what we do, Jam. Uh-huh. And, I mean, that one right there, I mean, week after 82 weeks, we've asked for feedback. Yeah. You can, you, at any time, you can contact Jam or any one of us and asked to have a question answered. Yep. We've reached out and reached out and reached. We just sent this stupid-ass survey out <laughs> to find out, um, to get more interactive stuff with our guests. You could also ask to be on the podcast. Doesn't mean you'll be on. But Right? Dustin I, Romero, Jr., what do I need to do to be on the podcast? 
you're hired. Right, right. You know yeah. the the music. It's it, it's too long or too short or I don't like it enough. We couldn't find any music that suited us. So Dave wrote a song. We we took and had it put to music because he's passionate. That song I just listened to it on the podcast. It represents us, yeah. a truck driver. If you can do better, get the hell on it. What that was the reason I told you. I mean, I know you're you're stoked and fired up about this, Jim. But haters gonna hate, right? It's, right. We I have mean, spent and, our and, lives. Haters gonna hate and that's being better. Just, and, and I know Jam Jam did pick. You know, you tried to pick the controversial stuff sure, out instead. Sure. Hey, it's too short. That, yeah, but not to hurt anybody's feelings. No, right? no. This is I'm, we've always been transparent. You know, I don't want to have a survey and just tell you what people liked about the podcast. I mean, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. Well, that's <laughs> what I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> right, but how do you get better? You hear right. what you right. don't want to hear. Hey, That's how it's you on our reader board. If right. You, if you can't handle criticism, you'll never grow and learn. Yeah. Right. I can't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't handle the truth. You I, think you can, I think you can handle it. You just don't like it. <laughs> you know, the, the, the other one, Jam, because it is the one that you know hurts me, is when they make statements like when I was a driver or you know when I was driving makes the advice giving sound condescending. I the reason it hurts is I have a shitload of pride about being a driver. Yeah. Yeah, I consider myself a driver. Even right? though I haven't driven I, on a daily basis for a few years, I still in my heart, that's what I do and I'm good at it and I am a driver. Exactly, Dave and 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 you know, I don't consider myself an owner or a boss. I consider myself a driver. That's what I that's what I did more than than anything, Dave. And just mm-hmm. like you just said, you believe yourself to be good at it. I believe I'm good at it. We were. I'm I'm be- I'm better I, at that than paying stupid bills. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <clears throat> I would just jump in that truck any day. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And 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 I'm not sure. Fortunately, if I did, we'd probably have a lot of trucks parked <laughs> and we'd be in trouble. We do we would, Dave, because you do a lot of hiring. So yeah, well, some of that is one one thing I pride not myself on, but JFW on is everybody on the leadership team. Well, let's say everybody in a safety position or you know, other than like the leaders that haven't driven or and Joanne and Linda, they haven't driven, but they're on a leadership team. Everybody else has been a driver. So when we give advice about driving, it's because we've done it, you know? Yeah. I'll ask how many people backed into that Ben one shot in the truck rodeo. Oh, man. I can only think about one person who did it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and he's sitting at this table. But, how, but yeah, I guess that, you know, maybe taken out of context, but how is that condescending? When I have a pride in being a driver, you know, and I, and I guess I, you know, I am, I am defending that comment. Right. I, I and get condescending, that. that means you, you're speaking like you're above the other person, right? Yeah. Cause like I'm no longer a driver anymore. So to I'm, me it would I'm be, better than that. Well, we talk about the two positions here. There's only two positions. All four of us at this table, we have two positions. You're either a driver or driver support. Sometimes well, we're, we're both not, in one day. We're not yeah. driving. We're driver <laughs> support. True. We're, we're here to help. True. So yeah. the only way we can help is to talk about it. Yeah. Right? yeah. And, and Which makes the podcast get a little lengthy. Exactly. Because yeah. Jam, <laughs> Jam does state that, and, and there is the good points here. But, it, but being too long, I mean, the whole beginning of this podcast, we harped on checking your tires yeah. and you know, you know all the other different stuff that we go over every week. 
but we still have flat tires Monday morning off the bead. Mm-hmm. How how do we how do we fix that and still reach everybody? And and a lot of the comments ended in, but I know why. Right. I know why you guys yeah. are doing it. I know why you guys are doing it. Right. I I, I get it, but <laughs> yeah, just for the people that are doing it, it does get old to hear. It do, I'm sure. Right. right. I'm sure. Right. Yeah. Here's a good one about passion. <laughs> <laughs> when things get so passionate that it seems the guys are getting yelled at, but it's hard to always take the high road. That's exactly what you're talking about, right? Uh, let's see. Well, any comments before I move forward? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, need, I we guess. need to hurry up because we've got to cut this short. <laughs> I guess the same thing there, Jam, to that, to that question is, so they didn't listen to the beginning of the podcast where we celebrate anniversaries, birthdays, shout outs, the yeah. Pledge of Allegiance, yeah. the, the, and we're, and we're yelling. We're, we're yeah. I mean, I'm just, huh. and it's, and it's all everybody's interpretation and, yeah, and you know, it's, it's like America, you're entitled to your opinion. And it is a work in progress guys. I mean, we've changed it. We, at the beginning, we didn't do the pledge, you know, and we didn't have, um, you know, the creed. Uh, yeah. Lots yeah. of stuff. So it's definitely a work in progress and yeah. hopefully we can improve things that need by episode one fifty, we'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> episode one hundred, it'll be perfect. Yeah, uh, and and here I, I, I'm putting. You know, we we are doing by doing this podcast. This is truly anonymous. I have no. I don't. I none of us have a clue who's who sent these in. My comments right now, it's Jim White. Right. You know, yep. I, I own everything I say, whether it's good or bad. I own it. Yep. You're not on a CB radio hiding. Nope. All right. Next comment. It is based on safety replacing a safety meeting, but it gets tiring listening to the same accidents and gripes every week. <laughs> I, I'm sure. So quit having accidents. I'm sure it is more yeah. frustrating for the brothers to having to, having to repeat themselves. Right. So. Oh man. But you know, some uh, good, of this stuff. It, good it, stuff. I mean, it's been going on for as long as I've been here. Absolutely, Super you know, Dave. Checking your tires, you know, uh, making sure your trailer's cleaned out. I mean, Dave, you, know. you just had to get with a guy that argued with you that his, he was, truck was a gallon low on oil. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm like, fundamental number one, check your damn oil. Huh. You know, and they they were, yeah, it's, it's tough to swallow some of those comments when we sound condescending because we have someone argue with us that I checked it, it was fine. Well, no, I checked it 30 minutes after you checked it. It is not fine. It's a gallon low. Mm. That's a problem. You put the $30,000 engine in it. We won't. Mm. You know, sign off on that. Right. So. Next comment. <clears throat> I'm just, I'm moving right along. So we did start recording the podcast early today because I do have to leave early, but we got 45 more minutes. Woo! <laughs> no, no, Jim. No, no. done. I can't, I can't take it. <laughs> just don't pause. Just make it one sentence, Jim. Read them all. I'll just, I'll just go back and delete the little. Bit. <laughs> I used to do that, by the way. I'd listen to the whole podcast and record. If there was a three-second pause, I made it a one-second. I used to shorten it up and edit a lot of it. Now it's just raw. Anyway, next comment. It's way too long. Average podcast of 30 to 45 minutes. And I uh, looked that up. I don't know if that's accurate. I looked that up. We're and, not the average. And if you have an informational podcast, it's usually 45 minutes to 90. Okay. 
if you're if you're trying to give information. What if you want to put knowledge and humor in there too? Can we get to two hours? Fifteen to twenty minutes for knowledge and humor. Uh huh. Oh, extra. No, just a short. If you're doing just a funny oh. kind of stuff, not 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 knowledge, Jim. But that was you know just a a quick deal about it. Just something that's fifteen to twenty minutes. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we can't get through the shout-outs in 15 or 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, yeah. through that part. But, okay, next. The overkill on some topics. <laughs> Keep reading, Jim. Take a breath. Keep, yeah, Go. just move on. Move on. <laughs> Honestly, the intro song, I feel like it could be better. <laughs> uh, let's see. So, here, so here's, here's something somebody doesn't like, but it's positive. Mm-hmm. And that is that it's not mandatory. I think JFW should find a way to make it mandatory for drivers to listen to the podcast every week. There we go. Mm-hmm. The length of the podcast, too much talk about politics. Next, the opening song is too long. Like the old intro better, but like the song at the end. So I just want a little restructure there. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Feels like we're always being yelled at secretly. That one, I highlighted that one. That's a... Should we name names? Because we we do that to somewhat protect people. Name names. Yeah. No. Oh, instead of secretly. Got well, it. that's the that's the way I take that. <laughs> Got right? it. I thought it meant like uh, when I saw secretly, I thought passively, like you know, we're using the podcast to yell at people as a platform. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I but, guess I'm. I'm but secretly, that would make more sense. Like somebody had an accident. We talk about the accident, but yeah. we don't name the name. Right. So we're yelling right. at... I, you, yeah. That's probably more accurate. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. totally making this up, but instead of talking about Gene driving off of the scale... Right? Gene didn't drive off the scale, but Right, that's the reason I said I led with <laughs> yeah. I'm making this up. But I, just about, wanted, I just wanted to even reiterate... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we need to make it clear. Yeah, because we'll get a phone call later. Yeah, because oh, Gene didn't, didn't drive off the scale, but right. I'm making it up. If Gene were to drive off the scale, we were protecting Gene by saying we had a truck drive off of the scale. Right. It wasn't right? 0065. And, and, <laughs> and, and secretly, I mean, no matter who it actually is, we had a family member do that, which reflects on the whole family. It's not secret. You, right. the Anybody who was did, at Morton. We, the, yeah, the truck we did have drive off the scale at Morton, that's not a secret. <laughs> right. Holy smokes, everybody that hauled out of there that day. Yep. So, yeah. And you know how fast word gets around. Oh, <clears throat> super days, yeah. Man, faster, just like the scales. When the scales hit the ground, the portable scales, the whole town knows in under five minutes. Unless you had your CB and your company radio off, then you don't know. <laughs> and you don't answer your phone and your voice is messages full. Right. <clears throat> yeah. You didn't put your shopping cart away. <laughs> Next. <laughs> The length is getting longer. The dwelling on a single issue sometimes gets tedious, although I do understand why it's done. Next. I'm glad we have new issues to bitch about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with that comment, do you think it's not tedious for us? Right. But yeah, good, good point, uh, right? I would suggest talking about... Oh, here you... Brother Dave, this is for you. I would suggest talking about local politics more. And how these authoritarian dictators have made our lives harder, such as a property tax increase. Oh, you know what? I never put that on a paycom. I shared it on my social media, but I got to put that video out, that independent video about the property taxes. Yeah. Yeah, I need to put that out on paycom today. I'll do that when I get back. More info as to what's going on in Colorado. Information is power. Great comment. 
I put that in the negative because it was in the things that he doesn't like or she. So, anyway, but that that had to be written down in the wrong area. No, 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 no. no what that's don't what you like did. about the podcast? Because it doesn't have no, enough politics. It doesn't have enough. Oh, politics. oh, oh! I understand. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> Whoever that was, see me later because I, <laughs> I was just at a meeting last well on Monday. Oh my God! It is uh, it, our politics is so depressing. I gotta leave at seven forty-five. Yeah. <laughs> Get her done. <laughs> Moving on. The phone ringing in the back. Phone's ringing in the background, and the low quality audio. <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> and, and that I I, I kind of giggled at that because how many people do you all have text you during the podcast that once somebody said or they remembered something or, or something like that right. and you guys I mean we're still running a business exactly yeah. and, and I, mean, I do put my phone on silent one of my dings is my watch because I'd have right. to shut my Bluetooth off and I don't think about it but yeah we're still running a business we can't yeah. just tune off tune out for two hours yeah yeah, we solve problems while we're yeah, yeah, yeah. Which podcast. is because we're driver support. I I get it, and and I've listened to several of the podcasts. It would be nice if we had, you know, little better quality stuff. You know, all of us have a little different voice, and as Mo- you tr- try to adjust it, jam, it's difficult. Most of the low quality audio is me. <laughs> you know what I mean? My voice is so deep and mumbly. I got it like. Either it's too low and people can't hear me because I'm so deep, mm-hmm. or I'm overmodulated, and both of those things usually happen in one podcast. You guys sound great. When I listen to you guys, <laughs> it sounds amazing. The other thing that'll happen is if we have one more guest and I got to use these ports up here, it's just a single um, Not channel. Not it's a single right. channel. Yeah. So it's only coming in, in in one speaker. But it is what it is. Listen, I, I think if we sell two or three trucks, we could build a really nice studio. Well, I, I thought we were building a studio <laughs> and buying new trucks. <laughs> yeah, I, in the new building, are we going to have a dedicated podcast studio? Your there's, office, Dave. There's a, <laughs> just right quick. There's a building in Williston as you come into town, and it's a old old family concrete company that's been in Williston for a lot of years. Probably thrived quite a bit when they're uh, you know during the oil boom and is still thriving. But their building is all out of concrete, shocker. But it is so neatly designed. I should have somebody send me a picture. But what the the neat thing about that is they put a, a what do you what do you call it? Where you like a wedding venue? They put that inside their building that they rent out to the residents of of Williston that you can have your event there inside their business. So you're talking about a studio. Then they also put, and my Holly's, but my Uncle Joe and Holly's Uncle Joe has stayed there because it's one of the few places in Williston that's wheelchair accessible. Oh, wow. The oh, apartment. Wow. In, in there, in there. So when you talk about a, a studio, I'm like, and look at the thought that went into this company that's part of the community in Williston. You Very know? cool. I hope, hopefully, the, they are a good company. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know that much about it. But anyway, yeah. Last comment about what somebody doesn't like, not enough safety. So that person would like more safety issues addressed. All right. <clears throat> Moving on to what you like the most about the podcast. Number one, safety topics and company updates. I want to talk about this one. This one just pisses me off. <laughs> oh, sorry. We're moving on to things that are liked. <laughs> Safety uh, topics piss you off, huh? 
Yeah, I, I like the dad jokes more than the safety topics, but that's just me. Uh, let's see. I like that it can be very informative, such as information about past, present, or future things about the company, jobs, or industry. Awesome. When we have drivers in and talk about their experience. I also enjoy that. Mm-hmm. I would like to have more drivers up here with us because okay. that it's kind of like the finger on the pulse. You pick, know what I mean? Pick one for next week. And I'll and, do that. And and remember though, lots of guys have turned us down. Oh yeah, we, we have a lot asked. have. Oh, yeah. And, yes. and and uh, you know this is shouldn't be because it should be like running a rock trailer. It's overwhelming to some people. Yeah, I mean this isn't for everybody, but some people say I'm not ready yet. Okay, well, let me know when you're ready. Or they just don't want to be on the podcast. I yep. get it. Uh, you guys didn't want to be on the podcast in the beginning. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Information that is given to us, and the high road hauling is always good. There you go, Super Dave. Good job, buddy. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. This, today's is really good. I'm sure it is. The serious talks and the great information and the dad jokes. Current events, not just JFW related. Let's see. Love the dad jokes, the safety tips. Love to hear what the company has to say and put out what's going on. Things that we as a company need to work on. Personal stories from other drivers, guests, and the leadership team. The tips and the tricks. The tips about how to become a safer and more professional driver. I always like how the drivers are acknowledged for the things they've done correctly. It shows that upper management doesn't only care about how many loads the driver gets compared to this driver. It shows that they truly care about their employees. I love that one. That's a good, well-thought-out, caring comment. Mm -hmm. Shout-outs. Recognition for everyone who's doing great. And I agree. The studies from HR publications and stuff like that say... Recognition is very important. It is very important. Yep. Let's see. So much information. Love the truck of prayer. Love the high road hauling. Love the passion. And also the special guests. Aside from the critical information that is presented, again, I have to say it allows me to feel connected to everyone in the company. There we go. The stories of felt. I got to interrupt. Do it. Um, That is so (laughs) cool because... I used to love our safety meetings that we would have every week mm-hmm. because it really helped me feel connected to everybody. You would see people that you haven't seen in a couple weeks or even more. And you the fist bumping, the handshaking, the, you know, good mornings. And it just was so great to see everybody's face together uh, in those meetings. And I really, really do miss that. So I feel that this is uh, somewhat of a substitute for that. And, uh, yeah. I like that comment because I've listened to a lot of podcasts. Well, first of all, let me rewind. When we first started, some of the compliments we would get is they feel like they're in a room with us and they feel like they're part of the conversation. Yeah. And I could, that resonates with me because I used to listen to a lot of podcasts and the podcasts that I would listen to, even though they were an hour, hour and a half long, they went quick because it felt like, you know, I was part of it. Sure. That's, that's a great compliment. Yeah. Good. <laughs> no, just the time of the podcast, Jim. I, I mean, I know we've moved past that, but I mean, I, when I drive, I'm always searching for something to listen to. Right. You can only listen to one channel so long, you know, and yeah. I, 
just think the information that's in this is worthy of spending a couple hours on it when you have, you know, 50 plus hours a week on average to listen. Yeah. And the length, you know, I talked about that and kind of like you're saying, Dave, I feel like I'm defending it again. Listen to it over two days. You know, that's an hour each day. Yeah. Or even, even if you're like, you know what, I'm going to listen to this during my first load of the day on my way to the pit, sitting in the pit. Yeah. And then yeah. by delivering. Yeah. yeah. And then, Get yeah. the song. You know what it is. Yeah. You know, that's when, coming back from Williston, you know, we, we stopped, got gas, had lunch. I, I paused it, <clears throat> you know, and I listened to it afterwards. So, yeah, but, yeah. you know. The stories of fellas share are always great. Next. I like honesty, compassion, laughter, truth being spoken, prayers, and the valuable information pertaining to our industry. It allows me to consume important information that helps me excel in my line of work here at JFW. That sounds like a leader wrote it. <laughs> it sounds like what? It, a leader. It, a leader. It, it, I'm, I'm, I'm laughing, but it's so true because they're, they're, they're getting that. I'm, I'm trying to be as honest as I can during this podcast. Sure. Yeah, and I think I, we all are. And I'm sure. Oh, absolutely, Dave. I, should, I shouldn't have said it just, yeah. just me because you guys all are. I like but lying. We're, we're also... We're, we're, you're right, Jim. We're, we're the people in the arena. Yeah. You know, if you, if you don't like a comment, come talk to me. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing this because I get a kick out of it. I'm doing it because I'm trying to make people honestly better and my, and all of us and myself. You said it, Dave, we're either drivers or driver support. That's, that's yeah. all we're doing here. Safety information, tips and tricks to be better drivers. The driver's prayer was missing, and so glad that you guys started doing it, and the pledge. It makes us feel like we are part of the team, and the bigger picture that just a driver or a number. You know, look at those tips and tricks. That's Chris Beam and Ray Ray been nailing those. I mean, those have been phenomenal. Not this week. (laughs) That that you can take anywhere, Dave. Right. I mean, a couple of them have just been in, but you can take that anywhere. Yeah. Really, en- oh, somebody's saying something. No, no, no. Okay. No. Really enjoy the stories from when the brothers and Super Dave were driving. Also, really enjoy hearing current and future plans for the fleet and company. I really like that. You know, that's one thing I try to tell people. Like, you can hear about jobs we got coming up, trucks we're gonna buy, things that are going on, yard twenty three. So, next comment: dad jokes and guest speakers. And then, uh, and we all agree on the guest speakers. We always talk about, we have a list of people we're trying to get on. <clears throat> it, it's also very hard to come up with speakers and the speakers you, we, we want to invite. What if they don't want to? Right. And then, and then you're hoping that they're, they're entertaining, right. you know, which, so then you're trying to find, just like you mentioned, a leader because that leader will probably be entertaining because they have a lot of information. Because mm-hmm. they have leadership skills. Yep. Last comment, everything. It's great to learn from listening and the casual conversation about work, personalized political stuff, all good conversations that make me feel immersed in the podcast and the JFW culture. So when this uh, survey came out, um, Amber was the one that helped me with it. And then one of the comments about what do you like least about the podcast said jam. And I showed Amber and her jaw dropped. I was like, 
That was me. I did that. <laughs> that. That one wasn't anonymous. <laughs> oh, you're killing me. Uh, yeah. Um, like I just before you move on, Jam, I just want to mention that uh like Dave just joked with and said that Gene ran off the scale. Gene didn't run off the scale. Gene Gene didn't run off the scale. I just I heard want Gene ran off the scale. <laughs> I just had to answer three text messages. Gene, what yeah, scale did Gene run off? my phone up right now. <laughs> did we say Man. did we say Gene? We meant Jenny. Okay, just, <laughs> Gene's gonna come see me tonight. Like why, brother Dave? Why? Why? Because everybody's gonna ask. Did you run off the scale? Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. It, it is my comment is this that I'm hope hope people are listening is. Thank you from all the people or to all the people that filled out the survey, the the truthful comments and the good comments. I enjoyed hearing both of them, even though I might not act that way. It's an, it's <laughs> it's important. So thank you. I'm saying thank you to everyone for doing the survey. I appreciate it. So I'm gonna compare this to just uh, let's say a church thing, right? So recently. <clears throat> I posted something on my Facebook, and uh, my sister said that person sounds self-righteous, right? And we had a little banter back and forth. Me and my sister love each other, and we could talk to each other in a certain way. And so I called her up, and I said, do you, do you think I'm self-righteous? And she said, I think you're excited. I'm like, okay. But my point to her, and I'm not trying to turn this into a religious talk, but... My point to her was when somebody is speaking God's truth, it doesn't make them sound self-righteous, you know, or it doesn't make, it may make them sound self-righteous. It doesn't make them self-righteous. They're just, don't be mad at the person, be mad at what it says in the Bible because they're just repeating that, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And to her, it was the tone. Well, if she had a different tone, maybe it would have been received better. I'm like, I'm not worried about the tone. I'm worried about the information. Right. So then my sister said, you know, self-righteous people will never sound self-righteous to other self-righteous people. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So I'm like, okay, I get that. So then I started talking to some other people and uh, I had a a pastor that I met said, listen, when you start speaking God's truth, you're not going to win any popularity contests. You know, there's going to people there's people that you normally got along with aren't going to like what you had to say. I'm going to compare this a little bit similar. Like when we speak the truth about how you should operate a truck and you're not operating it in that way, well, guess what? There's going to be people that don't like to hear that. Yeah. You know, and consider it condescending or being yelled at and stuff like that. So, yeah, uh, good, good comparison, Jan, because I, I'm, I'm not, I would have to say I'm not as religious as, as you are, but I don't have, I haven't taken the time to find, all the facts to make me more knowledgeable about it, you know, mm-hmm. and and the true faith is is very hard to me to to take that step. But when I t- talk to you that this is my life, I am knowledgeable in this. Yes, so I probably sound self righteous because I understand the right way to do it because we've learned by either fixing it. Mm-hmm. Or, or or breaking it, I guess. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I like the... the yeah. yeah, I mean, there's there's something that I describe. It's not originally described by me this way, but easy believism. Like, there's a culture of Christianity where it's like, I'm saved, and that's all that matters, and it's easy for me to just 
go to church on a Sunday, you know, be saved, and then act any way I want during the week. Mm-hmm. That's called easy believism. Mm-hmm. You know, they're lukewarm, right? The men at this table are not lukewarm about JFW. We're pretty passionate and excited about JFW. Mm-hmm. How does that make us sound? I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. a little condescending and, you know, self-righteous. Understandable. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. All right. No questions from the audience this week, uh, but I do encourage you to. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I do. I do encourage you to ask questions, and if you want to come and debate something on the podcast, we will open the doors for you. Uh, no safety topic of the week because we're short on time because we're trying to finish quicker. Uh, there was no tips Let's and tricks. Let's safety this week. <laughs> <laughs> there was no tips and tricks from Ray or uh, Chris Beam. But we do have a high road hauling, and from what I hear, it's a very good one. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Gene's texting me. <laughs> he hasn't even heard the podcast Is he, is yet, he on the scale? Is he on the scale? No, it's a is CB radio. Got it. Oh, man. Dave, did you eat any of those Cheerios, or are they just sitting there? I ate some before we started, but, okay. you know. <laughs> I have a weird off the air. I'm sure everybody's going to ask me. About Frosted Flakes, the true story about the inventor and Frosted Flakes and what he was trying to do. Oh, I heard something. Wasn't that That's Tony the Tiger weird. that invented those? <laughs> it was, Dave. No, no, that was they're scary. great. <laughs> oh, that was a good yeah, joke, too, I've, Dave. That's can we not say, I feel like I've heard this, and it's pretty disturbing. It is very disturbing. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to really say it on the... On it was the a bu- scab collection. Scab? <laughs> yeah. There's wow. a... <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I don't need a frosted flakes anymore. There, but that was an old a, joke on on somebody was eating cereal like the brother or something, and the kid comes in there and goes, "What happened to my scab collection?" Uh, and, and he was didn't eat the frosted flakes. It, it. Doesn't it go something like that, Dave? Yeah, I can't remember it. I'd have <laughs> to look it up. Sense. But that's the that frosted flakes scab collection yeah. joke. They are good. Mm, good. <laughs> they are good. They're great. There you go. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, this High Road Holland this week, um, it's kind of funny. We started out the talk, the podcast, uh, talking about how life has happened the last couple weeks here, uh, with the JFW family. And, um, this is, um, uh, based on that very topic about oh, wow. the life that has been happening around here. And, uh, so I, I brought this home last night actually, and my wife read it and she's like, you got to send that to Eric. Eric is, uh our brother-in-law married to Jackie's sister. Uh, his mom just recently went into hospice. Mm. So I forwarded to Eric as well, and he really appreciated it. And so it's definitely getting around. So um, I hope everybody's listening and they can appreciate uh, this idea. Love isn't free. In life, we all hope to experience love. We want to be loved and we want to love. Sometimes Aphrodite bites us and we have our hearts broken, hurt to the point we don't want any part of love. We even shun people expressing their love or just kindness and caring for fear we might get sucked into loving or being hurt again. As time passes, we are able to let our guard down, or maybe our friends and loved ones or even pets wear it down to the point we can't help it but to love and accept love in return again. There is nothing like it. Everybody can remember the first time they felt those butterflies in their stomach, the nervousness and excitement just to speak to that one. The young love is so special, but it is fleeting at best. With maturity and time comes another kind of love, one that is so fulfilling and so consuming, 
It literally can drive a person's happiness. Your love for your mate, your children, your parents and siblings, as well for your coworkers, friends, and yes, for your animals and pets. They all will carve a place in your heart. Each and every love you have is different, a different kind, a different reason for your love. But everyone or thing returns your love. Like looking into a mirror, you will get that light or love reflected back on you. For example, if you love to cook or garden or spend time outdoors or play a sport or spend time with your loved ones, your enjoyment, pleasure, and fulfillment you get in return is your love and passion you pour into it. When you love somebody or something and it suddenly is gone, your heart breaks with emptiness. It's never what you want or choose. God decides when. It's the exact opposite of feeling filled with love, equal or maybe even greater than the fullness and happiness that was once there. The hurt of a broken heart can feel as if it is unbearable, and for a while it will be if that love was large enough. This is the price we pay for love. No one can say for sure if the price is worth it. That's what you feel in the moment anyway, that it's not. The pain hurts too much. But where would we be without love? This would be a sad world without it. There wouldn't be any kindness, caring, or sharing. No warmth and fullness from someone's touch. No feeling of joy when we pay it forward. It would be an emptiness worse than if we never enjoyed it in the first place. So never be afraid to give your love because the best and more, most important part of love is the love we get in return. And the quote this week, what we have once enjoyed, we can never lose. All that we love deeply becomes a part of us. Um, and that was by Helen Keller. Oh, wow. That is awesome. Wow, that's a good one, Dave. She's always got good quotes. Right? Mm-hmm. Final thoughts, everyone? Do we dare? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jam, I had it. I actually was off of Facebook. And, I, and, of course, I saved it. But I just clicked on it. And then it went 400 stories someplace else. So, um I kind of I just wanted to read it, so I'll try to explain it. But um, one of the swimming coaches, I don't know if it was the USA team or something like that, but it was just posted where one of the players didn't come up out of the water. She was under the water too long. Oh wow! And the coach was one watching watching the whole team and knew that player and knew the player should have been up by now. And without hesitation, with all her clothes on, jumped in the pool to look for her and found her, and she was unconscious and um, couldn't swim, couldn't move. You know, obviously she's unconscious. The coach dragged her to the top and saved her life. And the rest of the story was, you know, it made that person think after reading the story. And and for all of us, and and I – I guess I, I, want to, I want to do it for the podcast. I want to do it out for you guys out there. They're trucking and everything else is who's paying attention? Who's watching us, Jim? Right. And, and Super Dave and Dave. Who's watching it enough to be able to save us when we need it and be there for us when, when, we, when we don't know we're in trouble? You know, that, yeah. that th- whole thing, whatever happened to that that person and I guess the reason I'm saying it on the podcast and 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 during to the drivers is when we ask you to hone your skills be better put away the shopping cart do all this different stuff 
it's because that trains you to watch and maybe you can save somebody someday yes and and that would be my ultimate goal and and i'm not i'm not saying life-saving that would be amazing if you save somebody's life but maybe you can just make somebody's life better that one day or show them not to tear off the mud flaps it's the simplest things that if you pay attention and you're watching you could you can help somebody yeah jim i mean i just think about i've heard stories of uh well i actually had a uh, personal training client that uh, took his own life and I saw him the day before that and he was crying mm-hmm. over a girl and I tried to give him a, a pep talk but to me he was just crying I didn't realize he was like weeping in agony mm-hmm. and uh, I feel like if I maybe have paid more attention to that maybe I could have approached him differently. It's not my fault. I'm not trying to take blame. Yeah. But you just kind of reminded me of that because I've heard other stories of something happening and somebody would be like, He's, he seemed fine, <laughs> but really he or she wasn't. You know what I mean? So great point. Yeah, good, I mean, there's just, argument. man, there's so many ways to look at that, right, Jam? Yeah. I mean, there just truly is. You don't, you can't dive into that person's mind right? and, and see at what level they're at, right? You know what I mean? You were like, ah, it's a girl. I, and was, I'm putting words in your mouth, right? But I mean, come on, dude, it's a girl. You, yeah, you, you'll you get through this. It'll be okay, you know? You'll have a new girl one yeah, day, you know yeah, what I mean? I mean yeah, I mean, didn't, I didn't realize how deep, like, right? hindsight, I could recognize he wasn't just crying. Like, yeah. it was a deep sobbing, weeping. Yeah. Like, yeah. Couldn't function. Yeah, and and not to make it superficial because that's so serious, Jam, and not to interrupt you guys here too, but maybe some of the comments that were made that are negative, maybe some of those are people that need some help. I don't mean like because they're going to commit suicide, right? But they're really like, I can't do that, so it makes me angry. Mm. I can't, like you said, Dave, backing up. They're not backing up and tearing the mud flaps off because to dump. They're backing up because they're not straight straight and good at backing up right maybe they just need some help right learning to back up some tips and tricks whether it's you know placing your hands a certain way you know practicing in the yard getting with casey or scooby or kendrick or jr maybe maybe those are the things maybe we need to look at it a little bit yeah. different that they're angry because they can't perfecting your setup yeah right yeah i mean the biggest trick i, I would tell anybody the biggest trick to backing up is going forward <laughs> right. Absolutely. And everybody, I mean, I've had years, everybody goes, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's your Because setup. when I go forward, I set up to where my trailer's going to go backwards. Yep. You point it that you direction. You point it that way. So, yeah, so that's, I guess, yeah, not to. I like it. Any longer. <laughs> <laughs> good good final closing argument. Yeah. B? Uh, that, I just good? chimed in on yours, Jam. There's not much else to say on that. Cool. You know? Soup? Um, nothing else to say. Just wow, love love who you're with, and and don't be afraid to give your love because gotcha. you'll get it back. Okay. Well, I like to thank everybody as well for doing the survey. We can't ask what don't you like, and then not like your response. So <laughs> I appreciate the answers. Yeah. Right. To me, you know, part of being a good leader, part of what we do is is enduring hardship well and returning to joy quickly. 
Like some of the remarks, they didn't feel so great, but we can endure that yeah. and we'll return to joy. And I feel like we had some laughs during this podcast and, you know, hopefully we bring some laughs to the fleet and to the other listeners this week. So don't forget to like and subscribe to the Channel 23 podcast. Hit that follow button. Also, don't forget to go back and listen to episode 72 and help find Amber's mom. The links to her story will be in the description of today's podcast as well. Let's say the creed and get on with the get on. All right. Sounds good. Together, Together we, we face and overcome all that stands before us. Together we are accident free. Together we joyfully create honest value for those we serve. Together we celebrate our differences and respect those with whom we work. Together we are accountable for our words and our actions. And together, together we are the JFW, JFW family. All right. Thanks for Amen. listening, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day, everybody. Have a great See week. you next week. See those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. Those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a looking for another load. Well, it's a family tradition, any Rocky Mountain day. Our fathers before us showed us the way. We work for asphalt cowboys and concrete kings. But that's never been a problem Cause we got diesel in our veins We've got diesel in our veins I see those big bright shiny red trucks Just a trucking down the road Those big bright shiny red trucks Just looking for another load There's a couple million tons to move I see them everywhere So you best get out their way And watch that sand and gravel disappear There's another run to make We gotta get it there on time And we got what it takes To lay it all out on the line We'll lay it all out on the line I see those Big bright shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. Those big bright shiny red trucks just looking for another load. Those big bright shiny red trucks got the best drivers in town. They got all the tools they need to keep that hammer down. When they hit them scales, they won't need to dodge them, won't need to duck them. They just keep that hammer down And they keep that diesel trucking Keep that hammer down And keep that diesel trucking I see those big bright shiny red trucks Just a trucking down the road Those big bright shiny red trucks Just a looking for another Keep them doors closed, keep them butts in their seats Cause those customers are calling, and those red trucks can't be beat They've gotta put the hammer down, and pick up another load Get it off the ground, keep them eyes open and on the road Keep them eyes open on the road 
shiny red trucks are just a trucking down the road. Those big bright shiny red trucks just looking for another load. Breaker, Breaker 2-3, anybody got a copy on that Channel 23 podcast? Welcome and thanks for listening.